Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to episode 88 of the Mega Business Show. Uh, today it's August the 19th, 2021. We've been away for a little while, but that's because we've been doing some fun things. Um, and joining me this week, uh, we have, well, we have a special guest with us. We've also got a familiar face. And I remember when, I remember, I remember when he lost his mind. There was something so much, so pleasant about that place, even as the motions had an echo in so much space. It's Chris Powell! And, uh, and joining us this week, we have James, and I'm going to butcher his last name, even though he just told me off air, James Toccio? Yeah, that- good. Yeah, that's that's perfect. James Toccio, you got Brilliant. it. Brilliant. Dame James Toccio from GG Dreamcast, uh, who's a, an old friend of uh, the show and the site and everything. So yeah, we'll be chatting to him and playing some games with him uh, in a little bit. But welcome to our new show which we'll normally be doing around uh, 1 p.m. EST on a Friday. It is Thursday today, but that's because I'm not here tomorrow. I'm off for a weekend. It's great. I'm having a, a lad's way away. Woo! Um, actually going to a stag weekend, uh, or your Bucks party, you guys would call it in America. Uh, nope. No. no? no. What do you call it in America? <laughs> bachelor, bachelor party. party. Bachelor party. Oh, man. For some reason, I thought it was a Bucks party, no? Uh, I've never okay. heard that. Well, we call it a stack I, no, I don't want to go to that party, whatever it's happening. Uh, like, <laughs> okay. you guys, you, I'll, I'll leave that to you okay. guys. Bachelor party, although weirdly, the guy whose party it is, he's no longer a bachelor because he had to get married beforehand because of COVID and everything, basically. So, hey. Um, anyway, what's going on with the show? So, it's a bit of a change up for the show. We're going to be kicking off with what we're going to call the chill sesh. And most weeks, uh, if it's just Chris and I, we'll be playing some games and chatting about life and stuff in general but having some fun time with some games we haven't really played much of uh showing you guys off then we'll also have possibly some interviews some feature chats and stuff um so yeah this week we'll be chatting with uh james uh welcome james um but before we get started uh i just want to quickly plug the next issue of megavisions it's uh it's a bit of a reboot we're going back to megavisions issue one and it's going to print in the first week of september uh the deadline to subscribe on our patreon uh and to ensure you get a copy is going to be on august the 29th so please get in and so you don't miss out on that um and this issue is very exciting it's not only just the reboot but includes um a really cool making of mutant league uh feature with a behind the scenes look on how the genesis classics came to be a special neo retro feature on final fantasy 7 that's right we're branching a little bit out from sega but uh we're still keeping a bit retro with that um we also have an exclusive interview with ryo hazuki himself the voice actor that is cory marshall and we've got so much more going on. So it's going to be really awesome. Um, so yeah, be sure to visit us on uh, patreon.com forward slash megavisions. The link is showing on the screen at the moment as well. Um, and become a subscriber. It's really cool. It, we ship worldwide. Um, we've also got digital versions of the issues, but it's also physical and print. It's beautiful. So yeah, check that out. Chris, is there anything else to add to that? Or no, I think you did a, uh, a good job at explaining that. We, this is a big issue for us because four, we never had a physical issue one. This is basically us being able to kind of reboot, like you said, and start from the beginning. And now we're actually going to have a physical issue one. This issue has taken a lot of time to get done, we know, but uh, a lot of work has gone into making this. And it's it's coming together really, really well. We're really close to having this finished. Sketchcraft is still doing our cover art, and he's working on the uh, the cover beginning this week so very awesome. exciting stuff 
Very exciting indeed. Very exciting indeed. So let's kick off the show. Awesome. Yeah, let's kick off the show. Let's also do some shout outs to the other chat people. So welcome, happy dude. Welcome, uh, Sadist Monkey. Hey. And um, I think we had someone else. Wallmaster is in the chat at the moment. So brilliant. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Hopefully you enjoy the show. Um, and yeah, so Chris, are we going to kick off with a little bit of a show and tell from you? Is that what's going to happen? Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So this is going to be a little weird. I want to take you guys on a quick tour because... I've been talking uh, for the last few shows about how I've been getting ready to move and all this craziness that's happened uh, that's kind of led to to where we're here now. Uh, but I guess you remember the story where I told you about my cat getting like stuck in the wall, like the vents. Remember that? And it was like the day before we were supposed to put our house on the market. It was insane. Well, it gets even crazier. The same cat, the day that the movers are moving our house, they they pack up the moving truck and leave. And we realize, like we go to get the, the animals out of the house. We're like, wait, where's Sam? <laughs> and they packed him up somehow <laughs> on the moving truck. Wow. And we're like, Oh my God, <clears throat> we didn't know for sure. We didn't know. We thought that that might've happened, but the oh. movers come two days later to our house. And then at the very back <laughs> of it, some dudes freaking out. He's like, there's a cat. There's a cat in the thing. <laughs> sure enough, it's Sam. So this crazy cat. Anyway, so it's just led us to this. It's been a long road to to finally oh, get wow. in our new house, and we're really excited. It's a it's a farmhouse. Uh, so we're going to be building a farm. I'll be able to show you guys some of that. Uh, but the most exciting part is it's going to be the future home of Megavisions. We're going to have an a, an actual real Megavisions awesome. office. And so I'm going to take you guys on a quick tour of that. I'm going to show you around. It looks like. It's a big mess right now because the people we bought the place from didn't clean out very much at all. So we're working through clearing it out. Um, but we actually have our the contractors are going to be starting work on uh, the construction of it uh, in a couple of weeks because I'll show you there's some there's some stuff that we need to get fixed on it. OK, I'm going to try to join on my phone. Let's see. how. OK, well, this is going to be interesting. We're going to go out. All right, here we go. On location, check this out. We're going. Oh, dear. Right. he's already freezing. This is well. I, I took off my Wi-Fi because uh, I'm going outside. So okay. So this is not the mega barn out here. This is another barn. And keep in mind, it's a bit of a mess right now. Like I said, but this is it right here. This is going to be the future home. This Ooh. is going to be. Well, we've been calling the mega barn right nice. here, but the problem is we're going to have to basically take off the whole roof and put a new roof on it. Oh, wow. We're going to have to replace all the windows. There's going to be a lot of work. <laughs> the best side of it on this side is basically getting torn down. And this side from here over is what we're going to be is the kind of the main office. We're going to okay. go in here. Like I said, it's a mess. So be prepared. If we see a hobo in there, that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> a what? A hobo. A hobo. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So, okay. This right here is going to be the main entrance. Right now, I have some Dreamcast stuff. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's all you need, really. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? It's set up. It's already there. It's, it's established. <laughs> I love it. So, this is going to be 
main entrance. And what is going to happen? We're going to have arcades in here. The the Neo Geo cabinet's going to be oh, in here. Oh, cool, gonna, nice. Um, uh, like stands with all sorts of issues of Mega Vision's going to be here. This is going to be the main room. So look, this is a, a gigantic mess. We have our work cut out for us in here. Wow. And so see, we have to get rid of all this shit, clear it out. So the like the work can actually happen because I don't know if you can see up here, like the roof is really bad. And so what we basically have to do is the the contractors have to come in, completely take the roof off, put a new roof on, uh, and then do all sorts of electrical work and stuff in here. But wow. what, this room here, I'll back up a little bit so you can see it again. This is going to be the main studio room where we're going to have a huge TV up here. We're going to be doing streams, a couch. And then back here is going to be our uh, table and studio set. And we, we're going to be blacking out these windows. Nice. And then back here is going to be... It's a little dangerous. <laughs> this is going to be my main office, the main office area where we're going to actually okay? have like the desk set up. We're going to have some other stuff back here. And then we have storage. We're actually going to be able to have storage for once for Mega Visions. It's not just going to be like in a closet. Um, so this is exciting. But what's wow. crazy is this place, this was used most recently as a dog grooming uh, business. And they've left a scale here of like the dog scale. Wow, wow. Still here. Okay. So, I mean, Where I don't know what Mega Visions could use that for. The shipping weight of all the magazines we're going to sell. The yeah. millions of magazines. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? So, there we go. That I mean, that... That's exciting. Yeah, this it's going to be a great place. Yeah, I'm half expecting to see your cat jump out the ceiling or something right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's no telling what's in, in here. So, as we go, I can... Uh, that's the main barn. We got some chickens just yesterday Ooh, but very nice this is i mean it's 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 a farm there's corn and everything being run out here i don't know it's we're crazy i don't know why we did this <laughs> <laughs> we made mistakes but <laughs> that looks great anyway i just wanted to show everybody that's awesome. that the mega barn is a real thing we've been talking about it but it's real and it's happening <laughs> You've been, you've been oh, watching nice. too much Jeremy Clarkson. I have been watching it. Yeah, I've been watching <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. I watched that, and I, I wanted to have a farm. I was like, damn, <laughs> this this looks like a good time. I'm quickly realizing that it's a lot of a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of work. The people when we bought the place, they hadn't mowed any of the. Um, the grounds at all, like the, the yard or anything for like probably like three or four weeks. And I wasn't prepared for that. I thought I'd have some time to be able to go and get a bigger mower. You know? Oh yeah. Use my little riding lawnmower. Yeah. And it took me about four hours. <laughs> wow. On Saturday, and I'm so sunburned still. Oh man, I'd, I'd love to get, that's the dream for me, getting a place with, that I could use a ride on mower on and just having a ride on mower in general. I'd love that. I'll tell you what, when you come here, I will let you uh, 
I'll let you mow my yard for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a good a a good deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm up for that. <laughs> awesome. Okay, you're switching back to normal camera mode. Okay. So there we go. Okay, awesome. Wow. Sweet. There we go. I thought it would. Oh, yeah. Cool. No, that's brilliant. I love it. Um, yeah. And I've got a little bit of a show and tell as well, but should we get into our gaming chill session? What do you think? Yeah, let's let's start playing some games. Yeah, let's do some games. Yeah. yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. Let's play some games. So, okay, right. We are. We introduced this uh, a couple of weeks back, actually, but we are going to be using Pie Packer um, for our streams. Uh, for well, for some of the some of the games that we're going to be playing. So let's uh, let's 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 do that. Here we go. I'm going to transition to the game. Um, oh, actually, I need to James. I'm going to have to send you the yep. link. Yeah. So send it. Send it. Let's. Uh, dropping in the chip the chat for you there cool so you should be able to join us and so i think this is just a two-player game isn't it chris because this is the game you wanted to play yeah techno super bowl i i wanted to uh wow this is a classic this is a classic the grams never played it so and i think i've played like one or two nfl games in my life and i don't understand the rules it's mental i i I think it's <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, it, it blows my mind. And when I watch American movies about, uh, like, you know, American football, it always looks really exciting. And I, yeah, I've no idea what's happening. So, yeah, um, hopefully, James will be able to join in a second. Uh, is that link working? I have to, I have to download Chrome. I'm sorry, I'm very, uh, I'm not using Chrome, and it doesn't support Firefox. Do you have Edge? Yeah, I do. It works. Hey, Graham, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, be Tampa Bay. They just won the Super Bowl. I'm sure they're really good. Is that is that is that a real thing? Like, is that like you, did they Tampa Bay or Tom Brady? Where they're I, really good. What's the DB? Tampa, Tampa Bay also just won the Stanley Cup. T- oh, oh. TB at the bottom. Okay, I will. Unbelievable. I've heard of the Stanley Cup. I've also heard of Tampa Bay, so... Oh, you pressed the wrong button. Oh, what's press, the press? Uh, press X. Ah. I forgot. Okay. We are using... Uh, X- oh, I'm using my Xbox controller, so the controls aren't like a normal Genesis layout. Okay. Stop using, making excuses. <laughs> that's that's what it's going to be when I lose this game. <laughs> the controller. Well, well, maybe you should get ready to make some... Uh, uh, heads. I, yeah. Um, I will say that I tricked you. Tampa Bay sucks, Graham. But they just won the, the Stanley Cup, you said. Yeah, but this was like in 92. <laughs> God damn it. It was a terrible kick. Oh, shit. Oh, no. What? What is this? Is this you or me? That, uh, so you're on offense now. We, we're going to have to figure out how to. And so you select the play with the directional pad and then the corresponding button. But I don't know... <laughs> What the three button layout is is going to be like on this? Uh, I think I know what I'm doing. I've got this. I've got it. I've got this, everybody. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> look at this screen. Um, I've got this in two. Oh wait, do I press a button? Oh, I'm off. I've, oh no. <laughs> uh oh. You don't want to do that. That was a you. Were, I think that was a run play, and you want you don't want to run. Or you know, it's fine to run, but you want to run when you're running. If that makes oh. sense. You, you and you want to throw when you're when it's a pass play. Charles Haley. Why you just bucked off Charles Haley and you ran out of bounds? <laughs> <laughs> you got to stay in bounds, Graham. You, you've got to stay in bounds. Oh man, 
I might have to. I might have to tag um, James in on this. No, you gotta play. Oh crap! Wait, where am I? Oh, uh oh. I think oh, you fumbled. Which oh, character no, no, no. am I? I don't even understand what's happening. <laughs> You're the number one. How do you not know that? You're the. You have the big number one. But above then your head. another another dude had like a little arrow above their head. So I was like, oh, maybe I'm that guy. Uh, I'm still. I still don't know what is A, B, or C. Let's go. There we go. This is an NES game, right? Uh, this uh, is Genesis. This, this is a Genesis version. Oh, Genesis? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, this is the what, Super Tech Mobile. What is for going on? Genesis. <laughs> um, Sadis, Smith, baby. Sadis Monkey's asking if Chris gave me his beard. Because last time I think he uh, saw you, you had a massive beard, a dad beard. The problem is, I can't grow a very good beard. And it's like. You know how Keanu Reeves has a bad, like, mm. mine's worse than his. And so I just choose just, not, dang it, there's not that's, a, that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah, it's just not the best. So I keep it shaved pretty, pretty close <laughs> these days. <laughs> What's wrong with Keanu Reeves' beard? No, I just, I, I think it, it? it's, it's patchy. <laughs> it's, I, I, yeah. I put it it's bad. patchy and thin and wispy. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a terrible beard. <laughs> What what's just happened? Like I don't, I, I, I don't understand this game. So okay, so you're trying to advance the ball. Right yeah, I, I don't. Control. The controls don't seem to do anything. I can move my character. I don't have. To, how do you pass and stuff? Press X and A. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna scoot back a little bit. Okay, now you're running. Okay, so. yeah, I can see I was running. But I so the top plays on the. Okay, you see in the the, the screen. So you have yeah. run plays at the top. Yeah. And then pass plays. Okay. So when you do a pass play, it's going the ball's gonna be in your quarterback's hands, and you're gonna have an option to select different receivers that you could cycle to. And there's like an arrow that's gonna show where your receivers are if they're off screen too. And then you could throw to those those that player. I feel kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, so Graham Graham's never played this game and doesn't understand American football. So <laughs> I just I don't understand how you cannot understand the concept of American football these days. It's it 2021. <laughs> it's 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 a very strange game. That's what, I, oh, what we're doing. Cancel. Well, that. do you understand? Do you understand rugby, Chris? More than this. Oh, well, Chris. So yeah, okay, Chris. Yeah, yeah, Chris. So I understand the the general like gist of it. But I don't know. I, I, as far as the rules, I would I, I don't. It doesn't sound genuine. <laughs> I, I'm tag, I'm, I'm going to have to tag in. Um, uh, James Do you understand here, uh, cricket? No, I played rugby once. Okay, James and I. Oh, is this working? I'm trying to. Yeah, James, you now have control if your if your controller is connected. Wow, really? Yeah, it should do. I'm living in the future. There you Look go. At this. Look at I'm this. I'm hands free, people. Now we're gonna win! Come on, James. <laughs> yeah. This is what you gotta do. You gotta bring in, yeah, other bring, people to fight your battles. Let's ringer. see how it is, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you're you're on offense right now, Chris. Right? I am. Yes. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Well, while you guys are playing, should I show off a couple of my uh, pickups that I picked up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, that's what I'm all about. One of them is oh, something I reckon, I reckon Chris would really like. Is this Ooh, lovely okay. Alex Kid cap that I got? Oh, Ooh, that is cute. 
So yeah, this is this is from the same it looks shop. Looks like it's Europe. a little too big for you, though. Yeah, I need to put it on proper. I don't know. I just I guess give it a try. I don't Why have my headphones on, so I can't hear you anymore. But, uh, Damn it! Yeah, it looks a bit big. I keep going. Yeah, it's fourth down already. Oh shoot! This is not going well. Going well for me. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is when you don't have hair. Caps sometimes look big on you. <laughs> you know what I've noticed, Graham? I don't know if uh, Chris has noticed this too, but oh crap! The Sega Europe store, mm-hmm. man, they they've got all the good stuff. They do have some really, and, and we don't we don't get any of it really. I mean, very Although, very small small amount, but yeah, I was actually look because um yeah we oh actually I need to um say congratulations to um our winner of our competition the other week. I've actually just forgotten his name. That's really annoying. I forgot to uh, add that onto the list, but. We actually had a Sonic the Hedgehog uh, 30th anniversary um, contest the other week, and um, we, we've got a winner. But basically, they had some stuff um, on the Sega Europe store, and the winner is actually American. So I went to the um, and the Sega Europe store doesn't deliver to America. So I went to the Sega America store, and I was like, oh, I'll just get, get it from there and send it to him from there. And they do not have any of that stuff on there. And I was like, what the? Because f-? okay, this and this is one of the things I actually got one for myself. There's this quite funky Japanese-style Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, that's cool. It's like a drinks can oh. that you can, like, refill, basically. So, yeah, you put whatever you want in there. Um, you know, cola or Pepsi or other soda pop delicious things are available. Um, or, like, a juice. Um, and, yeah. Although, actually, I did put Coke in here, and I tested out, like, turning it upside down. And because it was so fizzy, it started fizzing out the sides. It's like... So I think I think it's okay with water and stuff, or like non-fizzy stuff. But it's actually I'm actually a nifty little can thing. I'm impressed. James is actually coming in and changing the playbook. This is some high oh, level whoa. stuff going on right here, Graham. You need to pay attention. You can learn some of the finer <laughs> uh, nuances of football. Ah, oh, man, I do not understand these things. <laughs> What 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 are you even talking about? What are you chatting about there? Giant I'm sorry, device. I didn't realize you were waiting for me on that, James. Oh, it's all good. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, what happened? Going it for just... a big going for a big play. Oh, you know what? I think they called that an incomplete pass instead of a fumble. That's weird. Because I figured it was just going to allow me to pick it up and run with it. No, I'm going to hold you out. Hold you out here. You're not getting this. I know. I'm I, sorry, I, Graham. Why do I go? Cool. Um, just uh, the the uh, I've just I've just remembered the name of the uh, the the gentleman who won the um the, the Sonic the Hedgehog stuff, and it was Firing. So thank you, Firing, for entering. Well, everyone, thank you for everyone who are entering. Firing, congratulations for winning. I could show off. I think I could show off some of the stuff that's in in the package because I haven't actually shipped it yet. Because it, it literally only arrived like yesterday. So it's uh. So I won't, I won't take it out of the, the packaging. But, oh, no, uh, this is not a pass play. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What's he doing? <laughs> it's gone crazy. Oh, how did you break that tackle? Oh, my God. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and then the whole team piled on you. <laughs> okay. So I'm going for this. Byron is the this, winner baby. of this lovely 30th anniversary oh, yeah. Sonic Hedgehog cap, which, yep. Dang. Um these 30th anniversary pin badge things. Um, some delicious Sonic the Hedgehog socks. 30th anniversary, obviously. Wow. Um, also, 
a 30th anniversary mug, which is, I think, it, I love it. I think it's oh. pretty cool. Oh, no, you Chris, did, Chris you did not well. get that. Chris is doing well. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Oh my God, that's crazy. I, I was not expecting that. I was not trying to pass it to that guy. I'll be honest. I was trying to cycle to the other guy. And he also gets one of these oh, as well. Touchdown. One of these touchdowns isn't isn't against me though, so it doesn't actually count. I'm only down by one touchdown. I think that's fair. Uh, <laughs> all right. Y'all want to play a different game? Oh yeah, of course. Now that now that it's my turn <laughs> oh, no, no. to, to run you the did. ball, <laughs> run oh, the shit. ball in for a t Oh, I was so. Oh, oh. I had an open lane after that. You yeah, deserve. I, you deserve I, I an offensive. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I haven't James, played this game like... since since I was like four years old. I will admit. <laughs> I will. I will admit that this is a game that. Oh no. Oh <gasps> good. Wow. If you get that offense. No way. What the hell? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Go, go, yeah. Oh, there you go, Graham. How you Thank doing? you. Yeah. Lawrence Dalsley. I don't. Steve DeBerg, that son of a bitch. <laughs> I had his rookie card. I don't nice. know how to do this kick. What do you What do you do here? Is it just automatic? Wow. It, it's oh. pretty much automatic. Oh, you got. I wait. I waited too long. Oh, oh no. It's It's pretty hard to. To mess up Whoa. a, a extra point on this. The heck? Well, oh. I did it. <laughs> I mean, if you just press the button, you pretty yeah, much yeah, automatically yeah. Uh, automatically get it. That's insane. That was very fast. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! Oh no! 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 He caught it. Ah! Oh, no! He's ah! Oh, that's it. Pound him. First down. What does that even mean? What does first <laughs> I like down? The first mean? down is is like an American flag color. <laughs> it's like an overlay of red, white, and blue. I love uh, Graham's cheerleading. He's like, pound him! Yeah! yeah. Give these, like, what he thinks are American <laughs> that's type what, of... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> pound him! This is everyone in the stands. <laughs> wow. I was going to let Graham choose the next sports game if he wanted to play another sports game against me. Um, <laughs> Why do you... Why do you keep picking that play? I like, don't even on, know why they have down. that play. I, did, I, I keep thinking it's like a, just a run You're going for the like the goal line jump and you're first and 10. Hey, football's won by the inches, I think. Yeah, uh, it's a game of inches. That's what they say. <laughs> what? No, again, again. <laughs> but you weren't expecting that though, right? <laughs> it wasn't, Even yeah. guessing. <laughs> it's the psychological game is what's yeah. happening. That, I oh, still God. literally I, have no third, idea what's happening in this third game. Third and six. Okay, that one definitely won't be that play again. That's a, that's a psych out. He's definitely going to play that game. Yeah, I know. And I stepped out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is my big comeback. Going to run it in for a touchdown, go for the two-point conversion, win the game. Take home the girl <laughs> and the... Whatever else you take home at the end. Oh. Ooh, and there's fighting words, I think, for some people, Sadist Monkey. Sadist Monkey says, um, it's Graham, it's because American football sucks the big one. I agree with you, Ooh. because I don't understand anything was happening, but I know some oh, people... he went for the first down. I was not expecting <laughs> that. Thank you for your show really, support. Really got uh, me on that. 
All right, next, so James, next, I also next was touchdown. not expecting that. <laughs> next touchdown wins it. That's what we'll okay, okay. let's do that. Yeah. That's that was also a, a, a like, kind of like what you do at uh, at the playground back in the day. It's like when everyone's trying to just hurry up and and yeah, oh, get yeah. the game over yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like, all right. <laughs> it's almost bedtime. I got to go. <laughs> it's almost Graham's bedtime, I'm sure. Yeah, nearly half past 9 on the PM. That's uh <laughs> So the timer just the timer just clicks down by like five seconds each play. Is that how it works? Oh. Looks like it. Oh, it's really fast. What the heck? Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna have time to. Oh wow. Only got eleven seconds. You can do it. Do it, do it now. It's running the clock out. Running the clock out. I didn't need to do that. Ah. Well, we lost. We lost. We should watch the halftime show at least. Okay. okay. The halftime show is always good. Do, 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 I will do. say, in, in these old Tecmo Bowl oh, or wow. these old Tecmo this sports games, cool. they're, they're, they were very had cool cinematic uh, cutscenes yeah. in their sports games back then. And I, that's one thing I loved about the Tecmo sports games. Wow. Back that, in the 16-bit days. I think that was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Even, even like, that's impressive for its time and everything. That's that's pretty sweet. Nice little touch to the so, game there. So what? Okay, what other game do do you want to play? What other game did we want to play? Um, did you have a uh, a soccer game that you wanted to play? I mean, should we should we should we switch away from sports games for this one? We can we can play soccer next week. Maybe I challenge you to Let's soccer do it. next week. All right. Uh, you oh, by the, the way, when I say then. soccer, I mean football. Proper English football. Brr. Um, I was waiting. I was waiting for that. Yeah, sorry, I, yeah. I, I'm so used to talking to Chris and Americans that I keep saying soccer now, and it's like, oh, oh dear. But yeah, if I said that over here, I'd probably get a good slapping. <laughs> yeah, there we go, and not the fun kind. Um, good pounding, right, Graham? <laughs> good pounding. That's what I get. Pound him. Yeah. Yeah. He said. He said soccer. Pound him. <laughs> Pound that man. Um, cool. Uh, so actually, James, is there a Mega Drive slash Genesis? game that you might want to to play uh you want like a multiplayer game yeah we could have a multiplayer game mm. actually were there no, any four player games on the genesis oh we could play micro machines that was four player yeah i remember that game yeah do you guys want to play micro machines yeah yeah chris is let's do it okay let's put it into this is like a little uh being a holding screen for us changing games so, but with the cameras are still on, so we can still talk to you guys, you folks. So oh, that's so cute. Look at our little tails. Wow. Yeah, that's my friend Ellie. She's an amazing artist. She drew that for us. So thank you, yeah. thank you very much, Ellie. Very nice. Um, right. Where is the game? Um, micro machines. Oh, do you want to play Micro Machines Military, which is the one where you can shoot each other as well? Okay, let's do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know you want to. I love Micro Machines Military back in the day. Okay, <laughs> I will actually need to create a new game room for you folks. So, do, do, do. this is the beauty of Hypack, everybody. It's, it's actually uh, pretty cool. You can play with it people around the world. Yeah, that's great. And they're doing this, great. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, why don't we talk about like some of the, the, the new stuff we're going to be doing on the, the podcast and stuff. Like we are going to be playing video games. It's kind of how we're 
kind of reshaping the show a bit. We're going to be, it's kind of a let's play as we play along, but we're going to be doing all sorts of other stuff too that we're going to be excited to show you guys. Yeah. Delve into the show. So yeah, we're, we're playing games a lot more. We're trying to make it a bit more visual. There's some other features and stuff which we're working on, which uh, due to technical issues and the fact that we're not as advanced as we wish we were, um, there's certain things that we can't quite do right now. But, um, yeah, this, I think it's gonna. I think it should be hopefully quite interesting um, as we go along. Oh, why has this only got? You have to make sure you mute yourself oh, in Biohacker too. Yeah. Whoops, I forgot about that. Apologies. <laughs> uh, Cool. Right. Okay. Okay. There's actually got two players going here for some reason. Let's just do two player, and we can just swap out. Let's, can everyone press their controller? See if that kicks in four player. This gamepad's connected. Right. Extra options. Maybe it's in there. Oh, my gamepad just disconnected. That's weird. <laughs> That's why okay. I see this. Oh. Oh wait, have I got... Oh no, I am... Okay, this is fun. Why, what's going on? My controls don't work anymore, for some reason. People that keeps saying the gamepad is connected? Hold on. I'm gonna give you control, Chris. So you should hope I'm gonna bring back the game as well, so people can sort of actually see what we're doing. Oh yeah, you should be doing that. Yeah. Party play. Ooh. Yeah, maybe it's party play then. Yeah, try party play. Left for some reason. Ah, oh. okay. Or players, wow. We're going 16. To... Ooh. We don't have that many friends. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, spider. Play a word. I, see, Bruno is what I wish I looked like if I could grow a beard. <laughs> that's what I would. That's the look I would go for if I could grow a beard. It's a lot of characters, Walter. You know what? I, what I do like though the uh, the character portraits are really cute looking. Yeah, lots of personality. I like that. There the is someone in the Micro Machines world. I think. I don't know if it's, she's in the first one. But I think she's in all the other ones. Um, oh, what's her name? Violet. And she is actually a TV presenter who presented a... Um, she presented like a, a video game show on TV in the UK and she was putting the Micro Machines games. It's brilliant. Is that, does someone have control of this? Is that James? James, are you controlling? Uh, no. Oh, well, that's not good. Something's gone wrong there, then. <laughs> Although, it says you're a player two, so hold on, I'm going to change. Okay, I, I, James, I think your controller's one's actually gone wonky. Um, okay. Oh, here we go, Violet. Yeah, Violet Berlin. I'm going to be her. So, yeah, she okay. is a British celebrity, as it were. Oh, wait. Uh, why is she... Oh, you're changing her name. Oh, whoops, I didn't mean to do that. Ah. How'd you go? Oh, no, how'd you go back? Go back? I don't know. I might just be called nothing now. Whoops. Oh, I don't have a controller. Oh, no. Can you unplug and plug it back in? Yeah. So while we're doing that... Uh, For yeah. some reason, I have control of player three now. Oh. That's weird. 
That is weird because on this on my list it says that GG Dreamcast should be. Yeah, it says I'm third player on mine. Huh. So you somehow I'm going to gain control of James's whole computer through this. <laughs> oh no! Oh dear! This, this is how some. This is going to start some. You know, there's like really bad '90s like tech movies. Uh, that are based on no sort of like computer technology, but just make it all up. This is how that starts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, James, my thing is saying that you've disconnected. Yeah, I left to. Um, I'm going to uh, rejoin and see if that helps anything. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm sure this is fun for the audience. Graham, I think it'd be easier if we just play two-player games, just swapped out, man. We can do it if you want to. If that, yeah, if I easy. think that's just going to make just it easier. Might be fun with James with us. To get him involved. Is that working at all, James? This gamepad is connected, but I I can't control this screen. Ah, okay. I'm still controlling it for some reason. It's weird. Hmm. Wayne and oh. Bruno are going first. Oh, it's like a head to head. So is that you? Say and start. There we go. Oh wait, I've got control of the red guy. Here we go. I got control of. The oh wait, what? So you got a bonus just for? Oh uh, yeah. Got... Whoa! Hey, easy there. <laughs> oh no! God dang it! You got to keep up. You got to keep up, sir. All right. Oh no, you shot me! I got you! Come on, Charlie! <laughs> no! Get him! Get him! Oh! oh, oh, oh. <laughs> God dang wow. it! <laughs> Alright. Screw you, man! I'm off! Oh no! 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 <laughs> wow, look at that! Oh, oh yeah! Wow! Well. Obviously, I can't drive. Wait till you see me driving that tractor, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Micro well, Machines game... farming mode, I would be very good at. Yeah. This is a game that Graham has played extensively, right? I, when I was much, much younger, but yes. Yeah, I did yeah. actually play it quite a lot. Okay. Um, oh, so, actually, James, try and press B and start. See if that works no, for you. It's not, not working oh, no. for me. It's so weird. Oh, I think I'm back in. I think I'm uh, back. Oh, no. Same race. Back, baby. Oh, no. I went the wrong way. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. You're going to get me, son. There you go. Oh, crap. going to smash this. I got you now. I just had to get the controls down. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's like a classic little brother <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> you got to let me learn the controls. God, I keep going the wrong way. Yeah, you're going off the track. What are you Who playing? Who designed this map? <laughs> Someone who's never been on a farm, I'll tell you that. <laughs> they went into Clarkson's farm. They love it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chris, have you been watching Clarkson's farm? A little bit. Yeah, only a little bit. What is wrong with you? Um, He's kind of a twat. Yeah, I know. What? He is. What? That's kind of, oh, come that's kind on. Of, that, that's his charm. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> like he, <laughs> Being an asshole is his yeah, charm. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's something he's kind of quite famous for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does it nicely, you know. Yeah. He's, he's um, good at it. I, I will admit, though, it is it is entertaining. Um, I watched... I think we've... 
through maybe the first episode and a half or so. The thing I get mad at him about, though, is like he just doesn't listen to anybody and he f- keeps fucking everything up because yeah. he just won't listen to the people that are telling him what to do. It's kind of the half the fun, though, I think. James, try try doing it now again. Pre- press A and start. I believe you say this, monkey. That no, you, you're charming. <laughs> I believe that part. <laughs> well, try using your keyboard. You should get a keyboard control as well. Uh, hmm. See, this is how Graham wins at video games. He's like, oh, I'm going to play this game that I know. And James, you're going to have to race with a keyboard. If that's not working, I guess. <laughs> no, it's not working. Okay. That's, that's really annoying. Uh, keyboard hints? No. Okay. Oop. Wait, who's playing? I don't know. Okay, don't. Maybe it's don't. me again. Wait, I think I'm. Are you, are you playing both Wait, counts? Are you playing? Wait, are, is, is James in? I now? think James. Are you playing? Oh. James. Oh, I think I'm in. Yes, do it. No, wait, I'm no, I, I'm not. But I'm, I'm not. Shoot, I'm not shooting. <laughs> Who's shooting? I think it's. Is it, is it I think the, it's the two computer? computers. Oh, the AI is taking over. That's okay. I am the blue. I, I'm controlling okay. the blue guy. Okay. Are you sure you're not playing, James? Yeah, I'm hundred percent sure. Hands, hands off the controller. That's so weird. Okay, that maybe that was AI. That's weird. Okay, man. Oh. One. I mean, can I, I feel like I should get some congratulations on that. Well one. done. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Wow, you won. Jeez, you won the <laughs> whole the tournament. The whole tournament. That's a wow. quick, one head of a quick tournament. <laughs> so you won football. You won micro machines. Let's reset the game. Let's, Unbeatable. Uh, let's go back. Do we want to? Do we want to transition into the next segment, Graham? Yeah, we can do. Should we? Yeah, should we transition to the next segment then? Okay, we'll be back to play this game because I think we need to play it properly, Chris. I mean, you and yeah, I. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So, what is the next segment? <laughs> the next segment is going to be our official game chat. That's where we yes. move from our chill really sesh, too. where we're typically just Graham and I hanging out, just kind of giving you an update uh, with our week. This 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 one was a little different uh, because I wanted to show you guys everything, but. Uh, typically that's what we're going to do uh and then the game chat is when we invite our guests on and we play games with them and talk and get to know them a little bit better uh mm-hmm. before we do that um graham do we have another uh transition slide that we're going to do or anything like that we don't because i haven't actually set one of those up yet so got it um yeah James, you, need I know a, that- you need a game suggestion for yeah go for, for it. uh is yeah. it is it do we have we have Genesis games, right? Yes, we do. Do we have Gunstar Heroes? Possibly. Let's find out. Uh, that's a good yeah. that's a good uh, choice actually. Nice yeah. two player game. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. good action, fast. But yeah, let's see if we got it. Ask let's ask your questions. Let's, let's we can chat. make that. Yeah, let's, let's game, do that. Let's game chat. <laughs> yeah. Like so, it. We started to talk a little bit about GG Dreamcast. I definitely want to get into that project. But before we do that, I want to talk about like how you first got started just in the Sega community. How like what was it about Sega growing up that, you know, like you kind of gravitated to and like what was it special for you in your life? Yeah, I think, um, you know, like many people our age, you know, we grew up, we were right there in the thick of things when, you know, Sega first came out and started uh, making consoles and you know 16-bit era was huge for them obviously so 
Yeah, that was like prime, you know, I was the prime age for the Genesis. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, and, and of course. But we actually, um, growing up, we didn't have a Genesis. So it was kind of the system that was like, you know, this thing that you would see at your friend's house and just sort of be like, oh, I want it. I wish I had it. You know, Mario is not this fast. But unfortunately, I didn't make the decisions on what console we had. That was my uh, older brother. So we were kind of stuck with with uh, Nintendo stuff. Not that that's bad. I, I like Nintendo stuff. But um, so, yeah, but my my real so I, I any any chance that I had to play play um, Genesis was always a treat, you know, at friends houses or cousins or yeah. whatever. Um, so Sega was like always, you know, a big, big sort of gaming influence. I, I just loved everything that I could play on a Genesis, even if it wasn't a very good game, to be honest. Um, just the newness of it was was interesting. Um, so those are like my earliest days of Sega. But uh, I really fell in love with them when when Dreamcast uh, was released in in 1999. Unsurprisingly, I guess, given what I'm now doing with my <laughs> with my site, yeah. Dreamcast is the one that you know sort of really uh, made Sega, I guess, my my favorite game company probably ever. I mean, I I even today I they're still my favorite. So yeah, yeah. So just just a big Dreamcast fan, I guess. So, that's interesting because. <clears throat> I, I also didn't get really, I wouldn't say I was like a, a Sega fan, like a Sega kid or whatever growing up. I, I I had all the consoles, like I would save up and, you know, I would wait to Christmas and stuff. So I had like a, a Nintendo, a, the NES, I had a Super Nintendo. I think before I even got a Genesis, I think we had a Super Nintendo. Um, maybe, I can't remember exactly. But anyway, like you, it wasn't until the Dreamcast came out that really kind of like hooked me into yeah. like what Sega was doing because it was just completely different. I still remember I was working at a grocery store called Winn-Dixie at the time and I would uh I would come in, get out of high school and I would go into work and that was when uh my my manager would leave. I would kind of like replace him at the end of the day and he would go home after he worked his shift. So I didn't really have a lot of supervision at work. Mm-hmm. And so what I would do is like when I would go to the magazine rack and whenever there was a do video game magazine i would just take it go back in the uh the back and uh into the bathroom lock the door and just chill and read a magazine for about what are you doing in there no no one ever bothered me it was great and so i still remember though when that first issue of the uh official dreamcast magazine came out it had the sonic cover yeah and uh i read through it i was like oh my god this is something that's gonna just change everything and i was hooked uh, from then on, and you know, I so I, I kind of relate to to yeah, how you yeah. started kind of as a Sega fan. I guess kind of later in Sega's life, you know. Ooh. I got troubles with my controller. Ah, oh my goodness! No. Why? Why is this not working? Uh, this was tr- this was wor- working just fine with Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah, love that game. Try unplugging it. And maybe try the keyboard because you can use. Oh wait, is that working? Oh, I just threw you. I don't think I've ever played this game two-player. Do you guys remember the first time uh, you played this game? Um, I played it quite late from memory. Um, I, I, can't, I can't actually remember when I first played it, because I think I never owned it. Like, I think a friend had it, maybe, or something. Um, but yeah, I, I never... I think... Or, or maybe we rented it or something? Something like that? Oh, ah, ooh. 
Take this. Take this. What about you, James? Do you remember the, the first time you played this game? I don't remember the first time I played this, but I did get it um, sort of very late. It w definitely wasn't when it was when it was a current game. Yeah. Oh, this was I, like when, you know, a game I got when I was I, playing Genesis. I do remember when I first played it properly, though, like because I think when I played it with my friend, we didn't play it as huge. Like we played it a little bit. We didn't I didn't, don't think I ever went through it properly. Um, because, uh, yeah, basically I got it on the Wii in the end when they had it on the virtual console. Uh, if you remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I vaguely remember that being the first time I really played it. So maybe I didn't even play it with a friend, actually, back in the day. The sequel to this game, I think, on Game Boy Advance was amazing. It was, was it? Oh. Oh, it was incredible. Especially for the limitations of that hardware. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Were you able to... Uh, so tell me about the uh, the Dreamcast a little bit more, James. Yeah. Like you were saying that... Uh, the Dreamcast is what kind of brought you on. What was it about, like, the Dreamcast? Because like, I know what kind of hooked me in it, but I'm interested in, in, in finding out, like, what was it about that that kind of captivated you early yeah, on? So I, yeah, I, I mean, I remember, like, an, an EGM or something coming out um, in the in the run-up to the Dreamcast's launch. So this probably would have been, like, you know, summertime of uh, 99. And I just remember this this... You know, this is this speaks to what you what you all are doing with Megavisions and sort of like the power of having a magazine, especially, you know, uh, the sort of retro style magazine where, um, you know, you're, you at least back then it was just it was so exciting to get a magazine in the mail, you know, with, that had all these games in it that were coming in the future, and you were like, you know, oh look at all this stuff that's going to be going to be here in in a few months. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's where I first saw it. It was just uh, in in like an EGM, I think it was, and they did this big big feature on the Dreamcast and how it was going to change gaming and mm -hmm. you know everything was going to be different. Online multiplayer, you know, 128 bit, <laughs> which is you know the graphics were unbelievable. The GD ROMs had so much capacity, you know. So it was all this. It, the VMU obviously got a big spotlight. You know, this new type of uh, memory card. So that just got me so excited. It was like it was like the future of uh, of video gaming, you know, was was almost here. And so I think I was like 15 at the time, and I was just like saving up all my money, saving everything, you know, because I was working. And, and yeah, I mean, launch day, I was just there. I was ready. I put my money down, walked out with the new Dreamcast and uh, Blue Stinger, <laughs> oh. which, which I I love Blue Stinger. People, you know, you say Blue Stinger, and people are like, oh, I, I think oh, it's a really it's so, fun game. <laughs> it's so goofy, you know, whatever. It's like a bad Resident Evil, but you know, truthfully, everything else was sold out. Sonic Adventure was sold out. Soul Calibur was gone. It was like you know, launch day for Dreamcast for people that you know were younger or or just weren't there. They did so much business on launch day. Like that thing was going so fast and yeah. everybody was buying every game. Um, and I know at the time, I don't know if the record is still here, but at the time that was the most successful video game console launch of all time. Yeah, it was. Um, yep. So, so yeah, that's, you know, I got my hands on like Blue Stinger. I think I got Incoming, which is like that yes. missile defense game. Yeah. Which was uh, which was actually a very popular game on PC. Yeah. Um, and I, that I was played... sort of a dream, Dreamcast port. I played that originally on PC with my friend, and they came on Dreamcast. And we were both like, "We gotta get this!" So we yeah, got Dreamcast as well. It's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun game. So those, yeah. So that was that was it. You know, the first first two games I got and, and Dreamcast on launch day, and, and and that was sort of that was it. It was from there on. It was like this thing's amazing. These graphics are incredible. Um, VMU really impressed me for some reason. 
Um, but yeah, and then and then as the you know the year went on and more games came out and like you mentioned the the uh, magazines the official Dreamcast magazine hyping everything up was was huge. Um, but yeah, that was it. I mean the 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 thing that I loved most about it, and a lot of people have said this. This isn't going to be anything new, but there was a sort of I think within Sega there was a reevaluation of like what they wanted video games to be or what they wanted their video games to be. Right. And uh, there was a lot of sort of risk-taking. There was a lot of new ideas that weren't instantly sort of, you know, well, that's a new idea. I mean, we don't know if people will buy that, so let's just play it safe. They were really, you know, they were really going with their gut and going as hard as they could because yeah. they knew that this was their shot and they needed to do something big. So that's what I loved. I loved that you were getting games that were unusual, games that were sort of different from what every every everybody else was making at the time um i mean i don't know if you remember that time period but there was always lots of talk about everything being sort of like gray and brown and you know first person shooter and and mm. then <laughs> and uh dreamcast was sort of the opposite of that it was like mm. lots of arcade games that were very colorful and bright and fun and vibrant um lots of uh yeah just lots of unusual ideas that they weren't afraid of and of it course, was... like Fantasy Star was, oh, you know, yeah, that was that was this deal sealer. It was just, you know, it was like World of Warcraft before World of Warcraft. You know, all you wanted to do was get home and play <laughs> Fantasy Star <laughs> with your giant Dreamcast keyboard. That was one of the things that you, you know Sega was just doing so cool was just coming out with these new games that were just kind of breaking ground and so innovative. But um, you know, as much as the games were, I, I do think. And you were saying that they were t risk taking from a software standpoint, but I, I really think that they did the same thing on a hardware standpoint as well um, with the Dreamcast. I mean, like you said, it, it, it shipped with a modem. You know, it yeah. had um, internet capability out of the box. Yeah. It had the VMU, and it, it seemed like Sega just had so many ideas, and it just this was this like hodgepodge of uh, different capabilities. And that's one of the things that I've always loved personally out of uh, just any sort of like electronics, especially video game systems is like, mm -hmm. what else can it do? Uh, well, I, think, I love yeah, yeah, that, you know, you I, I know that you love the, the uh, Vita, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's yeah. another example of, of a hardware that sort of, you know, tried to just take everything to the next level and add a bunch of things that that you know, nerd, nerdy developer people were probably just super excited about like, oh, we can have a weird little touch panel on the back that's going to like open up. You know, if you have ever played Tearaway on PS Vita, mm. you would you would read you would read about a console and be like, well, it has a touch screen on the back. And your first reaction would be like, well, that's stupid. Nobody's going to use it and it's going to feel weird. But then you play Tearaway and you're like, this is like this is such an intuitive and interesting way of interacting with these characters that are on screen. And I've never done anything like this before. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, you're right. I mean, the hardware being being uh, innovative is a huge thing too. Yeah. yeah. The problem with Sony that I always had is like they come out with these innovative hardware and products that they just they abandoned them too soon, uh, which yeah. unfortunately was what it ultimately happened with the Dreamcast. But I think there was a lot more obviously at play there. But I I wish I would have loved to seen like what what could have happened if Sega didn't. Uh, you know, yeah. end up having to, you know, had that 
financial problems and ultimately have to go out of you know and and, and discontinue the Dreamcast. But mm-hmm. I want to throw it your way. Like, what do you think could have happened had Sega like kept going? Um, and, and I'm sure it's these are the type of what if scenarios we've talked about year for years on forums yeah. and whatnot. But yeah. uh, I'm kind of interested in what you think. Well, I mean, it's it's impossible to say really. Um, you know, obviously, we we would have gotten Shenmue 2 in America, which would have been nice on the Dreamcast <laughs> instead of the Xbox. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think the big, the big, probably the most most genius thing about the Dreamcast that would have yielded dividends down the road if they could have continued is that included online multiplayer yeah. aspect that you, that you mentioned with the modem. Um, you know, the fact that every console that they shipped had the ability to connect online and, and connect with uh, people, with other people to play games. I mean, we know this now, right? At the time, online gaming wasn't so obvious, right? Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, well, we don't know if people are going to do it. We don't know if it's going to work well. A lot of people still have, you know, 56, uh, not even 56K, right? 20, 26 or whatever it was, 26 points, I think. So th- it was a big question mark. Um, but I think games like Fantasy Star Online, Quake 3 Arena, uh, games like that, I think, showed that that if the Dreamcast could have hung on, you know, online gaming would have been huge for them. Um, yeah. And, and it sounds obvious to say it now, but they were the first, you know, major console to offer that right out of the box. Unfortunately, it didn't really work for them because they were running out of time. Um, but yeah, I mean, the P- PS2 didn't have that you had to buy a network adapter right um so yeah i think i I think uh i mean i don't want to talk about a dreamcast too i can't do that can't do it (laughs) it's been it's been been 20 years of you know forum people talking about the dreamcast too but did you connect uh did you have uh what was your isp you used back in the day did you actually have sega net I use uh, yeah I think I mean everybody had to use SegaNet right for for online gaming on the Dreamcast wasn't that just sort of the de facto you connected through SegaNet or am I wrong about I think that SegaNet was its own ISP for oh, a really? while that Sega was touting as like it was the fastest way to yeah. to play online on Dreamcast but it wasn't it was just its own ISP service that I think that okay. they ended up actually outsourcing from some third party company but you could play yeah, that, with that, anything i just i always like to know uh, to see if people i i don't think i mean to it. I, I think i think sega net i think i did have a sega net subscription for a period of time and then i do i feel like sega net was free as well for a period of time wasn't it like sort of towards the end it was it was towards the end they had this promotion where if you signed up for two years of sega net you'd get a free dreamcast oh, wow. games. oh okay yeah well, I don't. I don't know. I can't. I you know that's that's going so far back in this old memory of mine that it's. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know, remember I the. I don't remember the details yeah. of that. I all I know is you know the yeah. hours I spent. So it, it's, it was yeah. different in the UK because we didn't have to pay for the internet basically for that. We didn't have to pay for the ISP or something. Like I think mm. we we paid for the time we were on the phone or whatever. But yeah, mm. we didn't have to. We didn't have to sign up. They didn't have Sega and that other stuff. We basically. I think I had a BT account or something. Which is, you know, one of the main com- telephone companies over here. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's you know, when I was like 15 and 16, it was just whatever was in the wall, you know, plug it in. Yeah. Just leech off your parents. So, can I just <laughs> randomly say how, sorry, dropping the Dreamcast chat momentarily. Um, so, yeah, playing um, uh, 
Gunstar Heroes. I never knew the bosses changed each time you, if you died and played it. Like, the bosses... It's, I'm fighting the same boss, and his, his tactics keep changing. I don't know if you've been watching this. It's, it's I think you're just not very good. Oh, not very good. Oh, no, I'm terrible. <laughs> but I'm just impressed that they've got more than... Like, I'm not replaying... There's the same boss I'm fighting, but he's doing different things each time. And it's actually really impressive. Like, Well, you're just standing there now. Did, Chris, shoot. Chris, shut up. Do you not understand <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I get oh, it. Good. good. Thank, uh, you. No, Thank tre- you, James. Treasure's yeah. genius, right? Yeah, I'm trying to get someone to... Uh, Praise, give praise to Gunstar Heroes where it's needed. Um, yeah. Also, so very quickly going into chat, talking about the uh, you know the the Dreamcast stuff. Um, so, Sadis Monkey was sort of talking about like about how impressive it was for the VMU because it was uh, almost an integration between the console and the portable. Um, yeah. Do you think that's do you think that's fair? Do you think that's basically I think, what, I why think, it's so cool? Yeah, I mean, I th- I think um, I think it's kind of a mixed bag with the VMU. I think some games utilized it really effectively and and, and had compelling reasons to use a VMU, and some, you know, some just really didn't. It was just a memory card that that. But yeah, I mean, for sure, like Skies of Arcadia with the um, the um, uh, Pinta's quest on there was always good because you could get you know items <laughs> that you couldn't get otherwise. Um, um, what else? I think one game that did it for me really well was uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica. Um, like the fact that you had your health and stuff on yes, the screen yeah. and um, exactly, stuff. Yeah, yeah it, it just yeah. helped the game a little bit better. Like if you can, yeah, and I think the HUD you can watch, watch it from there. I think um, I think I don't know if you know the game Carrier was another yes. sort of Resident Evil yeah. Resident Evil like um, that that used the VMU in some interesting ways too. I remember. I'm not. I can't exactly remember how, but I think it was um, there was like. Uh, you would get notifications if like a creature was near oh, you and okay. it'd be like sound waves or something if I'm remembering right and I think it also had a health thing just like Code Veronica yeah, I think it did dis- display your health um, cool. yeah. I, I actually genuinely liked Carrier even though everyone seems to hate it uh, but... I like Carrier yeah. oh, okay good because most people I talk about they're like, like Carrier no it's terrible you know what you gotta do with carriers? you gotta switch to the Japanese uh, language which Ooh. you can do just right from the main menu and yeah. uh the game becomes much, much better. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> As the voice acting, I don't. I'm not one to like jump on voice acting all the time because I think it's overdone. I think. I think you know. Yeah. Okay. Voice acting wasn't as good back then. Let's get over it, right? But yeah. But the voice acting in that game was was pretty abysmal. Mm. One yeah. thing I've I've noticed is uh, it can completely change the whole experience. Is to play Shinmu and with the original the, the yep. Japanese voice voice acting compared to the English. Yeah. Yeah. For because sure. Because it. It completely changes the tone. It goes from where it's campy and kind of silly with the English one. It's it's a much more serious, seemingly uh, mm. game. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I don't know what they're saying when I just listen to it, but right. the, 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 I thought that the Japanese voice acting sounded very good when I when yeah, I played yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Japanese voice acting is good. I mean, the the problem with the English voice acting, I think this is well known. You all probably know this, and anybody watching this probably knows this because I'm sure you're all Sega fans. But the big problem with the American voice acting or English voice acting was uh, it wasn't it wasn't done in the United States or Europe or someplace where there were lots of native speaking actors or English speaking actors living. Um, it was done in Japan by, you know, I did whatever, that, whatever, yeah, whatever people that they could get. So like they were really scraping the bottom of the barrel as far as like English Ooh. voice actors living in Japan and 
and you know, no disrespect to anyone that worked on that game. We're talking Co- mostly Co- like and- Corey Marshall is a friend of ours. Let's uh- <laughs> no, no, we're, no I, I don't mean him. I I love that guy. I've got an autograph of his. <laughs> but uh, I'm talking more like the NPCs, which is what everybody right. seems to criti- criticize with Shen. Oh, Shen okay, Shen, yeah, right? that, that like makes the, sense. The actually, sort of yeah. like townspeople that have ridiculous, yeah. you know, stuff like that, but. Um, Yu Suzuki's actually gone. Well, I remember on record in a in a Dreamcast magazine actually saying that he thinks the English voice acting is better than the Japanese. Wow, really? Um, yeah, like he was saying that he's so happy with the English voice acting in, in, on the whole. Compared to the I, I think I think the voice acting for the main characters in Shenmue is fine. I don't think there's a problem with it at all. Um, mm. But I do I do think the NPCs are the weak link, um, and you, unfortunately you talk to them a lot, so you you end yeah. up hearing everything but ah <laughs> uh, uh, great I love I love Shabu so good <laughs> yeah I mean I'm, I'm I'm writing an article right now or an essay about about how people should just chill with the voice acting in Shenmue and, and you know look at some of the finer points of that game yeah and, um, and you have to think people have to remember especially at the time like that is a a game he- so heavy on voice acting that like it's so impressive because yeah. You could talk oh, yeah. to literally everybody, and everybody had dialogue, you know, voice dialogue. That's like yeah. never done before. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's insane. Um, well, actually, now I say it's never done before. I think Panzer Dragoon Saga was the first game to do that. Now I've just said that because, but I don't think very few games did it. You know, and yeah, Panzer that Dragoon time, Saga, yeah. Panzer Dragoon Saga is like the amount of people doing it was less, way less than Shenmue, obviously. Panzer Dragoon Saga was its own its own language too, right? It was, it, was, uh, for, it was a mix. For the cutscenes, yes, but not the actual in-game chat. They actually used Japanese. Okay. Uh, for some of the cutscenes, they had a mix of Japanese and German. And I cannot yeah. beat this level. Screw this. I'm going <laughs> to go to a different level. I, I remember beating this game on the Wii. How I... How I can I set it to easy mode? Is that going to be cheating a little bit? Uh, no, let's go ahead. Uh, but oh, that did give us an opportunity to to do to do to do a little segue because we were talking about Panzer Dragoon and everything, and I do want to talk because James, we oh. do have some history, uh, you know, dating back to our old time at Sega Nerds where we were all yeah. working on Sega Nerds together, and I think one of the, the 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 most when I think back about your time at Sega Nerds is I always think back to the uh, the Sonic the was it uh, the Dark Brotherhood Sonic Chronicles Sonic Dark Chronicles. Brotherhood oh yeah yeah it's I know funny. where you're going I know where you're going with this yeah and so I, I think we should talk about that I think that'll yeah. allow us to, to open up some more stuff but for those that don't know Sega back when they were uh, developing and starting the lead up to the uh, uh, the marketing for uh, Sonic is that did I get the name right is it Sonic Chronicles Dark Brotherhood yeah that's correct. Okay, it sounds like that shouldn't be the name of that game, but <laughs> here we are. Um, and so they, this was when Sega, they were actually, their community team was was really involved with all the different websites, uh, the community sites, and they invited Sega nerds, among several others, to come up with some names for one of the mysterious uh, alien races that were going to be in the game. Yep. And they, I don't think they even told us that much information about they... it. It was like... They showed us a silhouette picture and sort of told us they had like electricity, like they, mm. there's electricity was involved in it. So it's very little there, basically. And they said, yeah, so it's like a silhouette and like a, I think they sort of showed a little bit of an orb in the center of its heart or something. And it's like it had electricity around it. That was it, basically. Yeah. And so they said, 
all of these community sites come up with a name and they're going to create a poll and the winner of the poll is going to be able to name the game and you'll be able to have your name in the credits and everything. We thought yeah, they was- were they were going to put all the names in a poll for their followers on whatever. So it was like the yeah, the fan the the community sites or the the news sites would come up with names and then the the you know, the fans, the community would vote for the mm. the one that wins. Yeah. <laughs> And so um, I think I, 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 I'm not for sure. I don't know if we if all the staff just we each collectively just threw names we all, in the we, hat. We, we all yeah. came up with names. Yeah, we all came up with with names and then put them together. And so we had like our own little sub vote yeah. within within the, the, the crew. And, and yeah. Yeah. So you yeah, know what's we, funny is I don't remember any of the other names that were. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Because they were all terrible. No, I don't. I don't remember I, any of I, them either. Yeah, I think. I think. I think. I think I had one which was something to do with electricity. Because I was thinking like electro. Or like yeah, it was electrons yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah like. Um, <laughs> but you, you went out there. You, you did something a bit different. You sort of didn't go with what the character looked like or its, you know, its powers or anything. You went with something else. So, would you like to explain what you did? Um, yeah, I think. I think it was. Um, it was a. It was the name of like a forest or a town in Panzer Dragoon Saga, and, and it was called Zoa. Yeah. And to, to me, that sounded. That just sounded like the name of like a an alien that would come out and like you know electricity Zoa. I don't know. There was just some some parallel there, so that was the one I picked, and I I floated that out, and I think we all just voted on yeah. what our favorites was, and that that ended up being the one that we picked inside you know Sega Nerds, so we sent that out to Sega as our selection. And then they did their poll, and all the people that voted, you know, voted for this or that. And but the Zoa ended up being the one that that won. So that was cool. We were we yeah. were pretty hyped about that. I remember, and I I do remember also when they were like, "You guys, we picked your name. You know, that's amazing." I think we were all like, they said they were gonna put they were gonna put Sega nerds in the credits to the game, and yeah. we were like, "Can we can we get our names like yes. our names?" <laughs> I'm glad you remember and that. They they wouldn't do it. They were like, "No, it's just gonna be Sega nerds." Yeah, I'm not like, gonna have enough room. Oh, I want, I, I'm like, I what? Our names. <laughs> yeah. But, but I did get, I have that game and I played it. I remember beating it. And like, I remember taking a picture of like the credit roll, you know, when it says Sega Nerd Zone. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I did as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, that was, it was cool to be, you know, at least like a tiny, tiny, tiny part of something, you know, that, yeah. that Sega had made. So. And especially, yeah, for like the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. I know the game wasn't necessarily the best Sonic game out there. Listen, but... <laughs> I, I like that game. Everyone says that game is terrible. I really enjoyed it. And I think it ended with an opening for a sequel it did pretty sure ooh. yeah and, um, uh, and I was like oh they should keep keep doing this but I don't know if you remember but Bioware was um, bought out wait no it wasn't Bioware sorry EA bought out Bioware because Bioware is the company that made it and how right. the hell do you pick up stuff in this game I'm trying to pick up hearts and I can't seem to pick it up <laughs> like I'm pressing all the buttons and pressing down and up and stuff oh wait what did there I do instead you got it. I have to press down and shoot. I'm sure I was... Anyway, anyway. Right. Um, yeah, Bi- so yeah, Bioware made the game uh, with Sega. So that was interesting right. as well. It was like one of the... F- I want to say one of the first, one of the only Sega... No, Sonic the Hedgehog games that wasn't actually made by Sega or made by a studio owned by Sega. Um, so that was pretty unique. But because they were specialists in um, RPGs, that's why they went... That's why they chose Bioware. Right, yeah. Um, but then... I think the game was like nearly 80% done or 90% done and um, bio at that point Bioware was bought out by EA um, 
and you can actually see in the game as you the first few levels in the game first few well I don't know if you remember this James they're really big really expansive areas and stuff and there's a lot to do and then the last couple of areas including the, the Zoa's like mainland the Zoa's homeland or whatever <laughs> the areas are really small um, and there's a lot <laughs> less to do yeah. I wanted to point out this guy's jumping up and grabbing the blades and spinning that's, around. That's what a real man does. That's what Bruno does in um, Micro Machines Military. If you had a if you had a beard, Chris, you'd be doing this. Bruno. Oh, damn it, if only. If only I could grow a beard. <laughs> um, no, but that yeah. was a really cool thing. And and uh, you know, James, it was awesome having you in in Saganerd for all those years. But yeah. that was I, I do remember that was like when that happened. I still think that was probably one of the, the biggest moments of running Saganer, just being proud of just like, yeah, man, we cool. did something so cool, especially <laughs> back then because uh, I guess the internet and everything wasn't as connected and we didn't yeah. feel as closed in as, yeah. as we do now where, you know, that sort of stuff maybe not be such a big deal, but back then um, you know, like just companies weren't doing kind of stuff like that um, mm. and so it was kind of unique and different and so I was super pumped about that Um but over the years, you ended up uh, after you know you left Sega Nerds and you ended up going on and uh, you know professionally doing your own thing, of course. Um, but then you started a new business here a few years ago, where you're kind of focusing on your photography craft and and that. And did, I want to know: is that something that started out as like a hobby? and just grew into something more. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so I mean, uh, I, I was always into uh, photography and cameras and, and, you know, just nerding out on the technology of cameras and stuff. So um, I just decided one day, you know, because I was, my whole life, my whole plan for life was to be a writer. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't really doing much with that. Um, but then, it, you know, it just sort, sort of struck me one day. I was like, well, I'm really into the, I'm really into photography. I'm really into cameras. Um, why am I not just writing my thoughts on these things? Why, why aren't I like reviewing gear, reviewing lenses, talking about the pros and cons of this to that? So I just decided to start a blog one day in, in uh, on April Fool's Day, 2014. <laughs> so nice. I guess that's appropriate. But yeah, so I started this blog and, uh, you know, just started writing about my, you know, thoughts and feelings on cameras and photography. And um, it was a hobby, as you know, you asked if it was a hobby or a business. To start, it was a hobby. Um, and I ran it, you know, publishing an article every few days for about three years which is a lot of work <laughs> as you you know you, you all know it's it's a lot oh, of work you know to do this stuff um it's a passion project for sure but luckily by about 20 you know 2017 after about three years of doing it it was it was doing great it was it, you know people were enjoying it lots of readers um i was able to bring on some people to write you know help me write and uh produce content, produce articles. And uh, yeah, so then in, in uh, like mid 2017, um, some stuff changed with me personally. You know, my, my wife and I, we had our first uh, baby and um, that's always a big life yeah. change. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you got to start thinking about like, you're going to pay for daycare. You're still going to go to your day job. You're going to, you know, what are you going to do? Someone's got to watch the baby. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it, it, it just worked out that you know the camera business had gotten to a point where it was like okay this is making as much money as my day job i can quit my day job take care of these kids or the, you know this kid at, at the time we have two now but we had one at the time mm -hmm. and um you know it'll be okay like my wife can still work she doesn't want to leave her job which is awesome and uh i you know i'm not 
too crazy about my day job, so this all seemed to work out, and 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 that's that's what I did. I uh, it was a big step, but we did it, and um, you know that's that's sort of been how my life has been since then. I've just been working from home, uh, writing about cameras, writing about photography, selling cameras in my shop. I have a camera shop as well as it's like a second part of the business. Um, and uh, yeah, taking care of the kids. They're six nice. and four now. So we've, wow. we've been doing it for whatever that is, you know, six years, I guess. And uh, <laughs> it's going great. That's awesome. Do you feel like uh, there's a lot of much carryover between running a, a, a camera business or blog versus, you know, trying to you know transition that to like, you know, your time at Sega Nerds or websites gaming and stuff like did you notice that carryover and what were some of the challenges like you had, you know, early on just trying to get recognized online and that sort of thing? That's the big that's the biggest challenge, right? When you're especially when you're just starting a new blog or a new website or, you know, a YouTube channel like a Twitch channel, you know, all these things are sort of similar. You're creating content it's the you know the word everybody uses for <laughs> for people to enjoy right and and um at first no matter what it is like i say twitch youtube a blog you know whatever it's it's tough you know the beginning is always tough you're struggling to get people to pay attention you you want people to see what you're doing um so you just but but i found you just you just got to keep doing it you can't you can't stop doing it you know it takes it takes a lot of time to get that recognition and if you but if you're doing a good job if you're putting out a good product that you know makes people happy or helps people enjoy a hobby more than they would had your thing not existed whatever that thing might be you know that recognition will come you will get fans you will get followers you know people to to sort of be on that that journey with you i guess um so yeah that's that's the biggest challenge um i think as far as carryover um, there, there is some, you know, between like what I have been doing with my, my other business with the camera and photography stuff. Um, there is some carryover to video game stuff because it's a hobby and, you know, you're, you're, you're tapping into that same thing with people, which is a passion, which is something that they love to do. Right. It's like, it's something they really enjoy doing. They can't imagine their life without it, right? Video games or, or photography or like for other people, it's working on cars or motorcycles or painting or it can be anything. Any any of these things are things that, you know, people are passionate about. So if you can, if you're passionate about that, that's going to come out, right, in, in your work. And I think that's what happened with the camera stuff. I think that's what happens with, with you all with Megavisions and with Sega Nerds before that. You know, you guys really into this stuff, right? We were all into this stuff and... And people who are also into it, they they see that and they enjoy it, and they're like, "Yeah, these these people are like me, and we're we're all enjoying this together." So, yeah, I think there is a little little parallel there. That's cool, and that leads us into. So, I, I do want to talk about GG Dreamcast, and where did you start getting the idea? Like, tell tell us about what GG Dreamcast is, and it seems like it's a natural progression of of your your hobby and and really what you started building with your 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 photo business and kind of where you're building it into what you yeah GG dreamcast yeah i mean so gg dreamcast is really a like i i just talked about these things are passion projects give me one second yeah no problem yeah okay. yeah it's all good graham while he's doing that is there any way we could show like some of I, their stuff 
Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, it's being oh, a bit weird okay. at the moment. I, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Don't you worry. Uh, this is gonna. Ha- this is gonna happen. Uh, All right. I'll- yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. It's working from home. Got my home office. I got the two kids. You know, you, you gotta. You gotta go with with things when they happen. So that's how it goes. <laughs> she she came know. in. She wanted a snack. <laughs> snacks. Said, no. Snacks. Snacks come first. Yeah, I did. No. <laughs> Whatever you want, honey. Anything, mm. anything. <laughs> uh, but you yeah, no, we, you, you get whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if, well, if you don't do it, they'll tie you up and put you in a closet. That's yeah, you know, yeah, you'll be in there, in there till the wife comes home. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the GG Dreamcast. You know, to answer your question, <clears throat> you know, it's it's it started as a passion project. It's you know, I've I've been like a super fan of the Dreamcast. I can't I can't tell you how much of a fan I am of the system and the games and. And uh, I just love it. I've always loved it. You know, I, I got so much flack from friends over the years, like, oh, I get a PS2, like this thing, you know, it's a, but I always stuck to the Dreamcast. Um, and now the Dreamcast, you know, what, it's 20 years old, 21, 22 years old. And I just one day, you know, mid mid lockdown, mid pandemic, you know, whatever. I was just I was just like looking at my video games I'm like, you know what? I feel like I want to get back into just playing old Dreamcast games. Like I don't, yeah, I don't like I was playing Warzone, you know, Call of Duty with my friends mm-hmm. and playing other online games, you know, Rocket League and, and uh, Spelunky and just like anything, like all these new, relatively new games. And it's just like, you know, like I'm having fun with my buddies playing online and stuff, but there's just something that's, you know, it's just, I'm missing something of retro gaming. I want to, I want to get back to retro gaming. So I started playing some games and I was like, man, this is like, these are holding up. These are really good. I'm having so much fun. Uh, I'm enjoying these games for what they are, but also like that extra level of nostalgia is, is kicking at the same time. So I was like, you know, this is, this is awesome. And then there's, there's, there was just sort of this feeling of anytime that I get really into something, I want to do more with it. It's just kind of how my mind is. And so that's, that's where it came from. It's like, I want to I just want to like make a place on the internet where I can like put these like these are the feelings I'm feeling like if I can somehow make these feelings into a picture or an article or a video and have somewhere to put those on on the internet that even if nobody likes them or cares like I can go and watch them and you know <laughs> like look at look at the photos of these games which which is a big part of it for me because I feel like the game discs and the cases and the art is all like sort of an artifact that you yeah. don't really get at these I, days just looking at your website on which is on the screen at the moment obviously um, sure. is a, you can tell just from these pictures that you are a photographer sir because these are very well done <laughs> I, I, love I will how say clean these are these are great for our audio listeners uh while we're looking around because this will be on our podcast so we're looking at uh, www.ggdreamcast.com if you want to kind of scope this out as we're we're talking about it like you said Graham th- there's uh, that's that's the thing i think really stands out when we we go to your website uh ggdreamcast.com is the the really boutique kind of style look you got going on you can tell this is like studio shots is really well done the way you present uh the dreamcast games visually and so i want to kind of get your you know where 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 did you get that from obviously and and you know what are you trying to express there yeah so i mean that that just comes from like i said going back you know mid pandemic lots of time on my hands and uh you know going back to my dreamcast collection i have like every dream there's like maybe five games i don't have 
because <laughs> I was just such a super fan, like obsessed mm-hmm. with Dreamcast, just, you know, getting everything I could. And so it was almost like unearth like unearthing these things. And like I said, they're, they're almost like artifacts. It's like I was pulling these things out of the storage box that I had them in. And, you know, for the record, I've always had a Dreamcast set up, but I only had like, you know, 10 of my favorite games out at any given time on shelves or whatever. The rest were kind of stored away. And like, I would always play Shenmue. I've played Shenmue at least once a year, every year for the past 20, 21 years. Um, Jet Set Radio, Skies Arcadia, like all of these were annual plays. But during this time when I was kind of like, I want to go back and look at these things. I I pulled everything out. And that's just me sitting on in my office on my, you know, in my chair, um, Dreamcast running in the background. And like looking at the books and looking at the cases and being, you know, just 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 enjoying them, opening them up, taking the discs out, looking at them. And it just sort of hit me one day as like, man, they, they just don't look like this anymore. They're in like DVD cases. You know, you don't get manuals. The discs kind of don't look there's no real artwork on discs, really. Oh, if yeah. you're even buying discs, I mean, most people don't want discs. And, <laughs> you know, so I'm looking at it and I'm like, these are. These are like little treasures. I want to somehow represent these to people who maybe have never seen this game or or whatever and and you know represent them in a way that 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 is the way I feel about them, which is that they're like beautiful and they're fun to hold and they're fun to collect and own. And so yeah, that's that's where that came from and and the photography you see on the site is just me trying as hard as I can to make make the games look the way that they make me feel, I guess, when I hold them and look at them. And I want people to look like, you know, especially like you mentioned Canon Spike earlier and that exorbitant price, you know, 400 $500. A lot of people just aren't going to buy Canon Spike. And, you know, I I totally understand that. One second, please. Go back to Canon Spike, Graham. Let's see what he's talking oh. about. about is, that. is Canon Spike on the... Uh... Yeah, Canon Spike was back there. Maybe I missed that one. It's okay. I, I do want to also look at uh, in oh, a minute. Okay. I'm going to ask about his mods and repair stuff. Yeah, Cat Spike was there. It's right there. Got it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about the Ouya. <laughs> we're not talking about the Ouya. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm back again. So, so yeah. So it's you know, and and the 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 other part of it is is like I was saying. A lot of these collectible games, especially, are getting so unaffordable that the only way people are going to see them is by going on the internet and typing in, you know, Canon Spike or whatever. And you'll get like the Wikipedia article and you'll see, you know, you'll see like the cover artwork, but you don't, I don't know, there's something missing for me. You don't really see the disc. You don't really see the back. You don't see the artwork on the inside. And so I just, I just wanted, you know, my site to be a place where people could come and and sort of hang out and look at a collection and, and, you know, if they get nothing else from it, they're just like, wow, that's cool. You know, that that looks interesting or um, I like the artwork, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> but I always try to in, in the articles, I always try to add information that maybe you don't get elsewhere. Like, you know, um, they're not they're not necessarily reviews, but they're like, you know, sort of slices of of my experience with a game and then some some interesting things like who worked on it um what else did they work on you know why does why does this game matter i guess is is mm. what i'm trying to trying to put out i like it no that's that's very yeah. cool there's a lot lots of good information it's almost like you just click on uh, a game and you get your gameplay you get a lot of background information 
But aside from that, there's other stuff that you offer and other services you offer on your website too. There's like a shop there and some other stuff. What can you tell us about that real quick? Yeah, I mean, so the shop is, you know, it's, it's, this is sort of the path that I took with my, my camera and photography business. I wanted to write about cameras and photography, but that quickly becomes expensive. Um, so with that particular business, it was like, well, how am I going to offset this cost? How am I going to bring in some revenue so that this thing can keep going and not be, not be, you know, uh, a, a loss. Um, and so I was like, well, I'll just open an online camera shop. <laughs> so I opened, I opened a store and, and, uh, just started selling cameras that, you know, either cameras that I was writing about or ones that, that, uh, I had written about and now we're just collecting dust. So that became a way of sort of funding that whole thing. And so I'm taking that idea and sort of bringing it to Gigi Dreamcast as well. Um, offering, you know, luckily Gigi Dreamcast is not costing me money because I already own all this stuff from, you know, the 1999 to 2001 when you could just buy Dreamcast games for either retail or under retail. Cause they were just trying to get, get them the hell out of the store. Um, so, so yeah, the, the, the shop is just sort of a way of, of hopefully generating some revenue, but also giving people a place where they can buy something that they know is going to work. I, I um, may because... have to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> I've He's looking wanted... at what Shinmu, the Japanese. Uh, yeah, right. I, I remember I just... reading an article about this in a Dreamcast magazine. This has always fascinated me, the demo. Yes, I, I, think, I think that's the latest article that I posted. Was, yeah. So if you go to the, if you go to the games section you'll see i wrote all about what is what's shenmue and then like halfway through we have a gameplay video i played the through the whole demo and did some commentary on um you know um what was happening in the gameplay but also i don't want to like go off on like too many tangents here because i will because i'm just so (laughs) excited about dreamcast but a big part of you know what i want to do is talk about the people that made these games and Mm. why why that matters, like why the people who made the things matter, and also why the game itself matters, like why it might be important to to gaming in general or to Dreamcast fans or to you know other franchises that you might like. Um, and what's what's Shenmue is is a good example of that. Um, you know, I, I'm able in that video, I'm able to talk about um, you know all kinds of things as far as like you know where where the demo came from you know who the people are in it who the people are that made it um why it's interesting compared to just a normal demo like you know just an average demo that you would get which is maybe a stage from a game or or you know what they call a vertical slice of of a of a game that 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 slice ends up in the final game um, the thing that's interesting about what Shenmue is is the stuff that's in what Shenmue doesn't end up in the final game. Uh, so that's yeah. that's yeah. what I thought was an interesting takeaway from that. Um, I think, is, am I correct in saying that one of the the sort of main objective of it? So, it, so my understanding is because uh, Shenmue was I think it's delayed in Japan or something yep. Um, at, yep. in the day. That's exactly right. They decided to release this, and I think games journalists got to play it and get an experience because Shenmue was so new and unique. They needed to sort of have something to show the uh, reviewers what it was and yeah, what so, you I mean, doing the, it, basically. Yeah, well, it's, it wasn't just reviewers, though. I mean, that's that's what I mentioned in the article and in the oh, gameplay okay. video, is is when, when Shenmue was delayed, they, instead of just saying, Shenmue's delayed, sorry, everybody that pre-ordered it, um, what they did was they released What's Shenmue as a demo to everybody that oh. 
that pre-ordered the game. In addition to that, they released it through Famitsu Game Magazine, uh-huh. so that people that people who were subscribed to Famitsu or who bought Famitsu at the newsstand would also get what's Shenmue. Now, the difference, and I mentioned this again in the article in the video, the Famitsu version is very rare, and the normal oh, version okay. is wow. not rare. So, so the normal version has a blue cover, and it costs about twenty bucks. The Famitsu version has an orange cover, and it costs about two hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> So Whoa. that's that sort of shows you like, you know, retro oh, wow. gaming and game collecting and rarity and how the prices can fluctuate. But um, yeah. So anyway, that's like. As you can tell, this is like nerd, big Dreamcast nerd stuff, and I, I could talk way more than anybody wants to hear me talk about this, this sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, and don't. I th- it's is it on the tasks in the game you have to find is it one of the the people who works at sega or something uh exactly that's yeah that's exactly right so it was uh this the the title for what shenmue is is search for yukawa's former senior marketing director ah. and and so that's the the oh here we go that's that's <laughs> that you can see if if you look at the site you'll see the, that i wrote the, the whole plot there but fantastic. yeah fantastic basically uh, Mr. Yukawa, who was an actual person who worked at Sega at the time and who actually featured in a bunch of um, Dreamcast commercials. And and he was also on the uh, certain boxes for the Dreamcast in Japan. So he was sort of like a little minor celebrity, <laughs> you know, that sort of came out of Sega and became sort of uh, known in the, at least in the Japanese gaming, gaming world. Um, but the plot is that somebody, you know, he has the latest Dreamcast game that is not out yet. He's got the disc. He's got Shenmue. And, well, <laughs> we, we don't know. We don't know if it's Shenmue. And, oh, but wow. somebody's after him. Somebody wants Ooh. to get him and, you know, beat him up and take the disc. They're, they're after that disc. They want, you know, who knows? It's Maybe it's Sony. We don't know who's, who's trying to get him. But uh, so the, the, the game opens up and you play as Ryo Hazuki, just like you do in real Shenmue. And, you know, you open your notebook and the first note is find Mr. Yukawa. He has the latest, the latest unreleased Dreamcast game, and somebody's trying to get it for him. And then it tells you what he looks like. So, mm. so as Ryo Hazuki, you go out into into Dubuita, and you have to do the Shenmue thing, where you ask the locals, you know, have you seen this guy? He wears glasses and has a dark suit. Um, and eventually, you learn like, okay, he's over here. He's at the arcade. Let's go to the arcade. He's not there. He just left. Oh, you find his business card. It's got a, an address on the back. You go to the address and you run into him. And then there's a quick time event and you know, you corner him in the arcade. He thinks you're the guy trying to steal his his disc. And, you know, then the real bad guy comes in. Rio takes care of him. And uh, anyway, you know, Mr. Yukawa's like, yes, now Shenmue can come out. And uh, Rio Hazuki, I know the camera pans in on him. And he's like, Shenmue. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> screen screen fades. And uh, Yukawa, Yukawa wakes up at his desk. He's got Dreamcast boxes stacked up behind him. He looks at a poster of Shenmue, and he's like, "Yes, <laughs> it was a dream, but I will make Shenmue a success." So, yeah, so it's a silly, it's like a silly little demo, but That's it does give you a good, good a good taste so of cool. what you can find in in Shenmue. But the other thing that's interesting, like I said about most demos have the final game, a piece of the final game in them. There are actually things in what Shenmue that don't appear in Shenmue. Uh, at all there's there's characters that don't appear until Shenmue 2 which is interesting mm-hmm. some of the uh, textures on models are different um and the um 
arcade is different. There's different machines in the arcade. Oh. And uh, and Rio can crouch on command. Wow. I press, I, yeah, press the X button. That's... He can crouch. Oh. And can you play the From... games in the arcade in the demo? Or no, you can't. Oh. You can play. You can play darts. And you can play a gambling game, but okay. the gambling game, the gambling game doesn't show up in Shenmue. Huh. It's 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 standing in the corner where the jukebox is in the final release. So I don't know if that's like and you know an American thing, like they didn't want a gambling game in in the final release, or I don't know if it appeared in the Japanese version of Shenmue. I have no idea. But hmm. anyway, so it's it's sort of stuff like that that I'm interested. in. I'm sort of interested in trivia. Um, who made these games and you know why why any of this stuff matters you know why yeah. why it's worth worth paying attention so to cool yeah no that's awesome i mean that's exactly the kind of stuff that uh we're looking we've been looking to do in in megavisions as well and you said you're interested in in talking about the people who mm. help make the game and i think that's certainly important especially as some of these people are getting older uh you know we keep you know we're, we're losing some of these folks um as we keep going along um but uh you know that's 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 crazy so what are some other where are some other uh links and stuff where can people find like gg dreamcast online we know the store and the website but what about twitch and your social media stuff yeah, I mean, so <clears throat> I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and uh, we have a Twitch channel that I, I was streaming for a little bit. But streaming, as you all know, it's it's a big commitment and takes a lot of time. So for right now, I'm I'm really focusing right now on on just building out articles of every Dreamcast game, um, and doing YouTube uh, videos of of the same. So every basically the the schedule is every week I want to post a new article about a game and thoroughly explore whatever that game happens to be. And at the same time, upload a video, you know, YouTube video playing the game with commentary. And in that video, the idea is I'll touch on some of this trivia, some of the people that made the game, you know, why that matters, where they went after they made this game and uh, sort of make those connections, which I think is super important because you know, it's it's a lot like films and and directors. You know, if you like a film that's directed by a person, a certain person, the next film they direct might be a totally different genre, might have totally different subject matter, different tone. But because it's the same director, if you liked that other one, you'll probably like this other one. You know, because because the, it's it's people that make things, right? It's not companies. Yep. Um, and and and. And especially in video games, that's very true. It's it's not companies that are making things; it's the people in the companies. So I think I think I want to hear more people talk about that, and uh, I'm going to try to do that. And uh, we'll see we'll see if people enjoy it. <laughs> we'll, we'll know cool. by the by the subscribers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm I'm really excited to see it continue to grow. I think what you got working here is really cool. Uh, and and certainly it's a good resource for Dreamcast fans out there because you provide with each you know profile essentially what you're creating for each of these games you give so much good background information you get to see the game play so you can almost get a good just idea of everything about the game just by visiting you know each of these pages for the games that's awesome yeah having it having it just be Dreamcast is is it's because that's what I like but it's also sort of like uh you know. It, it limits the workload, I guess, right? Like, because I, I couldn't do I couldn't do what you all are doing, you know, covering all different systems from all different eras oh, and different yeah. companies, and and you know, new stuff and old stuff. It's like, oof, 
Man, that is so hard. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. We started out as just a Dreamcast site back in the day, and look at where we, we are now. Good times. No, that's that's yeah. awesome. So, oh, James, I appreciate you you stopping by. That's that's so awesome for oh, you to come. Yeah. As, yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, especially early days. It's early days for my site, so for you guys to talk to me is 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 a uh, is an honor. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Next time we you come on, because uh, we'll definitely have you on again. Uh, we'll have to get these quirks worked out so where we actually play some games with you next yeah, time. But yeah, um, sorry about that. Uh, that's all good. That's awesome. We'll play some Tech Mobile again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we should we should try to get the Dreamcast stuff working. You know, behind the scenes. You know, after a call yeah. or whatever. And because uh, because I do think you know there are a lot of good games on there that not not a lot of people get to see. Like Project Justice. I was excited to play Project Justice. That's yeah. Sorry. That's, yeah. that's a that's, that's a good fighting fighting game. But I've never played it. So I've it's seen amazing. it being played. But it's I've never so good. It. Yeah. It looks oh, interesting. Really good. So yeah, let's let's do that next time. Yeah, well, we'll get you back okay. on the show and we'll round two. We'll have round two. Uh, all right, I'll, cool. I'll be an expert at tech mobile. You'll have a controller that's working. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, awesome. And I think everyone can go just uh, search GG Dreamcast yeah. uh, on whatever uh, social media uh, thing. If you just go to ggdreamcast.com, uh, you have all the links out there. Yeah. So I think that's a good safe bet. So go there and learn more. There's wealth of information for everyone so go there and uh and support what james is doing this is awesome stuff yeah, and you may have to get in quick so i may be buying this uh what's shem you uh disc on the show so awesome. <laughs> but uh Great. there's some good stuff i'll, I'll send i'll send you a discount code oh <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a creator creator discount code <laughs> oh, oh god there you go. <laughs> um awesome all right awesome we'll see you next time james thanks again all yeah. right thank you thank you so much Brilliant. So we'll work on how we're going to tr- make this transition work. Um, we're still going through yeah. um, everything. Uh, let's see here. On Did you want to quickly end, jump onto the news stuff? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Do we have a... Uh, I, I do quickly want to get a drink real fast. Oh. Can we... Um, we can do a quick be right back, so we'll be back yeah, let's very do that. shortly. Let's be right back. We are back. Hello, everybody. Yes, sorry about that. I had a very quick break. Um, J- thanks to James again for joining us. That was um, very awesome. Very interesting to see what he's up to as well these days. Uh, I haven't spoken to him for a while. But um, yeah, fantastic stuff. So we are now moving on to um, the next segment. But before we do, I'm just going to show off um, what's going on at Megavision's uh, headquarters. So if you don't know, we are a magazine. We do a, um, a printed and digital magazine with a sega focus on it uh, we do dabble in some other areas as well but mostly sega focused and we've got a shop so you, you can still get back issues of certain uh magazines um so there are some there's some still left the physical ones you can get digital ones still available chris is actually showing off some of his camera right now and on right. the screen issue eight, nine. Oh yeah so yeah, issue nine, issue eight, we've still got some of. Uh, issue seven, the physical version is currently sold out. Um, but I think issue eight's the best one. I'm not going to lie. That's a great That's a great issue. It's got a fantastic Panzer Dragoon Saga retrospective in it, if I do say so myself, Chris. And uh, <laughs> it's only because I wrote it, people. But uh, I, I, I uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I, I genuinely think it's a great issue, though. So, yeah. Um, but, well, they're all great issues. What am I saying? They're all fantastic. So, yeah, be sure to jump on there, get stuff. We also have some posters available still. So we have, um, you may see in our background. Um, in fact, I'm just going to quickly turn off our... Oh, dear. I can't I can't do it now. Uh, I was going to turn off the, the, the screen, the share that I'm doing. But, okay, wait a second. This background here that you see... Is also available as a poster. It's a lot bigger, a lot more of it. because we've actually got the oh. the background zoomed in. It's a fantastic poster that you can see uh, in the center screen. Get mouse over it. Uh, yeah, it's sort of hovering over it. And also, we've got an April O'Neil Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles poster. So get in there while you can, because get some uh, those posters going like hot the cakes. I think They're fantastic. You can go to www.megavisions.net/shop. Mm-hmm. S H O P. That's megavisions.net slash shop. And you can get all those. So that's going to be awesome. So for those people, we keep telling you, join the Patreon now. So you don't have to worry Uh about missing out on a potential issue later down the road. Because like Graham said, issue seven is out of stock. Uh, We we don't know if we're going to get any reprints on issue one yet. So Go to patreon.com slash megavisions and subscribe and join the Patreon now. Like Graham said, at the end of the month, we're cutting off, uh, you know, essentially like cutting the deadline to join is at the end of the month. And if you're not there, then you're not going to be able to get your magazine for sure. So go there, sign up, and then go to our shop at megavisions.net slash shop and pick up some back issues. I think Mm. that would be great so fantastic love it so with that should we move on to what's been happening in the news let's do it yeah let's do it so chris what has been happening in the news would you like to take over this 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 section i would love to so let's go can we go to our website real quick can Can we we before we get into the news i do just want to say really quickly um we'll talk about the website this month we've been killing it on the news covering Sega, all sorts of stuff. I just want to give a quick shout out to our writing team on the website. They have been really, really great. They have been crushing all the the news that's been coming out. In addition to news, there's tons of great features. We got a review on the Ascent. We just came out with this great Saturn feature. Uh, Just lots of content. So go there and check it out. But let's jump into the news the first big thing that we have is, you know, Shining Force is actually coming back. Sega Ooh, just announced yes. uh, it wasn't actually Sega. It was Vespa and a uh, is the publisher. The developer is a company called Hive. But they just released a trailer for it. And I think we should watch this, Graham, Ooh, uh, because yes. Graham has not seen this trailer yet. So yeah. I think it'd be fun. Let's watch this trailer. Have you seen but as it? we I've seen most of this trailer. Yes, oh, OK. Already. OK, right. So. That's a. Uh... Let's crack let's crack this bad boy open. Okay, this is live on the internet. Here we go. Let's uh, let's go for it. Do you do you want to say anything before we start it? it, or should I just start? Well, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep talking through it. Oh, um, I, th- I thought we'd like to get the audience to to listen to it as well or hear it. I don't know. I mean, no? I think they could keep hearing it. Yeah. I want I, we want to talk through it. It's, it's, a, it's oh. a live reaction. Okay. <laughs> so I think I, I can't remember what her name is. This is the it's it's the elf. Uh, go reading the book. I, was it? Is it? Man, I, I don't even want to guess. I completely forgot her name. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, she she in the original Shining Force, she was there. She helped you with. Whoa! Sorry, that's really loud in my ears. <laughs> oh, 
funny, yeah. I mean, visually, it, it really down. looks a lot more advanced than the other one. Just turn it down a touch. So the cool thing about this game is, as you can see, uh, a lot of the old characters are returning from the original Ooh. Shining Forest. Oh, wow. And there's actually characters in, that's going to be in this game from Shining Forest, the original Shining Forest, the Shining Forest 2, and Shining Force CD. Uh, like we said, it's uh, the publisher Ooh. is Vespa. The developer is a company called Hive. I'm not too familiar with it, but this is going to be, so this is going to be a mobile title. Oh. Uh, it's going to be on iOS and Android. I'm sorry. Now it you is... just said that. I've lost, I've actually genuinely lost all interest in this. Are you kidding oh, me? I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry. my God. But oh. don't, just listen though. Like it's it's not all bad. So, Jesus Christ. I'm gonna, no. I'll, I'll read sorry. you off some information about it really quick. Don't, don't, look how good the visuals look though. I think Get. this... It looks really good. There's something. Okay, I, I'll, I'll make a comment about that after this. this like, oh man. <laughs> so there's going to be two protagonists. It looks like it's going to be a boy and a girl, or, or male and female. And the story is set a thousand years after the the first few games in the series. So okay. it's going to be interesting how they bring in all the different characters from previous games and how they fit that into kind of the story of the game I'm, I'm, wow. I'm looking forward to it this is the first Shining Force game we're getting that actually plays like Shining Force that's what I'm excited about is it though it didn't look like it um, from okay let's 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 wait, what, what are you talking about I mean it's it's okay hold on a second like where's this freaking grid thing I'm I'm referring to the Shining games that we got like Shining Force Exa uh, those other I, action RPG type games just looking at this, the the I guess the screen grid thing. It's there, a grid. It it, it doesn't look like it's going to play quite like the original games. Yes, guess it's on a grid, which the original games were. But I could tell all the smash. I I feel like I, maybe I shouldn't. I can't really judge it because I haven't played it. But at the same time, I already hate it. <laughs> I just, just I think it's because it's a mobile game. I I really. So when you said yeah, it looks really good. Yes, visually that looks really impressive. There are so many mobile games out there which look amazing but the gameplay is trash on most of them it's so bad ah i okay yeah I'm but sorry. you don't you we, we we haven't played it yet so we haven't played it no so we i can't I will, what i mean I, by that is it's it's a turn-based strategy rpg okay that features the original shining forest characters and i think we should give it a sh give it a shot i think visually it looks really good the the backgrounds they almost have a like a, a painted look yeah, to them, I think, do. and those yeah. are really cool. I think the character designs look look awesome. Uh, if you look, they've got the old anime portraits, which is one of the, my most favorite things in those original Shining Force games. Mm. Were the portraits because it was one of the first video games where I thought that they captured like an anime visual style, mm. and I thought that looked very very cool. And so that that's returning. I don't know what the actual gameplay mechanics is. I don't know what the the um, I guess the what is it the the pay mechanic what with the, the microtransactions that whole sort of thing. They haven't announced any of that stuff. Um, but there's this two minute trailer that they released yesterday about this game, and Graham is just going to sit here and complain about it. Yeah. 
<laughs> it does look like you get uh, uh, hit buttons, like uh, where you can kind of control some of your uh, some of the party members. You have like passive uh, options, and you have different things. So that's going to be cool. What they what what they do with the combat and how yeah. they integrate some of that stuff and how so, they kind of update some of the gameplay. So I'm actually I'm so I'm taking a stab in the dark here based on what I just very quickly saw in the video. So for the audio listeners at home. In the original Shining Force, you'd have like the battleground, which is kind of part of the, the map, the world map that you were fighting on. They had like trees, or there'd be like small representations of mountains and stuff, which your characters would walk along and stuff. Here, you seem to have like a flat background representing the area that you're fighting in, and over the top, they've got like a a big grid, so sort of just plus over the top with red areas, for, which I'm assuming right now is where you can't areas you can't move to. Um, and there's red grid, there's red blocks around where the enemies are, so you can't walk through them either. And by the looks of it, you can sort of drag to where you want your characters go within that grid area. By the looks of it, um, the one thing I'm wondering about this though is because the one of the beauty things that beautiful things about the Shining Force games, the original ones, was on the battlefield maps, depending on your character type and depending where you were on the map. Like if you were standing in a forest area or on one of the mountain bits you'd move differently than if you're on the flat grass areas. Because that was one of the amazing things about the Shining Force games. Like, the terrain affected your characters in combat. So I'm wondering if they'll do that for this, or if it's literally just a flat area. Because that's what the, the grid representation here just very looks flat, basically. You have so, to keep in mind, too, this is going to be played on a phone screen. So the, the screen itself is going to be very small. And so they probably I mean, just have to figure out a way to make it visually look in, in, intuitive I, I i don't know i mean it's good it, visually it looks good i'm not gonna lie there visually it's amazing intuitively and these controls could be very intuitive but i still i'm just wondering if that they, those extra mechanics that made the original shining force so good will be included because they could still do right. that with these visuals they could still do that but i don't by looking what i'm looking at i'm not entirely sure to be honest um I, i'm gonna i I am judging it up front, but I feel like I know I should reserve judgment until I play it. I'm apprehensive. That's what it is. That's what it is right now, people. I'm apprehensive. Uh, and I, I generally, I'm most. I will say, I think the <laughs> the uh, the the art style is very good in this game. Yes, the artist, absolutely. I think, really knocked it out of the park. I even like I like the the small the the kind of the battle portraits of the characters too. Like, I yeah, they look, look pretty. Cool. Good. They look badass, yeah. actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so the game, like we said, it's called Shining Force: Heroes of Light and Darkness. It's currently in development by Hive, and it's expected to be released on Android and iOS in the first half of 2022. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I hope I hope these cutscenes and stuff are in the actual game because these are badass. Really bad. And yeah, I'm just it looks really cool. Um, so visually, it looks amazing. If if they can create it, so it's not like a this is, this is the other problem I have with a lot of mobile games. The way they advertise it makes it look like it's got a really cool epic storyline or something. But when you actually play the game, it's really not. So I'm hoping this is like a proper RPG where, you know, you you have a storyline. You've got maybe puzzles to solve. Like, Shining Force didn't really have many puzzles to solve. It was very basic. It's moving, more moving between towns, talking to a few people, going to the next battle, moving to the next town, seeing the cutscenes and stuff. And if it's like that, you know, the combat, like the controls of the combat and stuff, I, I will, I'm sure I can get past it. Um, it's more the experience that I'd love for the Shining Force game. So 
Yeah, sorry. I'm Chris. excited. I, I, yeah. Like excited. I said, I'm, I, I oh, get yes. you have reservations about yeah. it, and that's fine. For me, I've been asking for a new Shining Force game for years. Last year, we finally got a new Streets of Rage game. This looks like the closest that we may ever get to a Shining Force game. I, I like a true Shining Force game. I don't know if Sega's ever going to do it. And so if this is what we get, I want to keep, I, I want it to be good. I want it yeah. to be something that Shining Force fans can enjoy and, and be happy for. So we'll see about that. More to come. Uh, let's get on to the next piece of news. Uh, the next one's going to be the Sega Files trademarks for old Genesis and Saturn Ooh, games. Graham. Now this um, is exciting. Before, before we do that, oh. I do want to <laughs> give a quick shout. Mama Ross in the chat is here. So, Oh, hey, Mama Ross. Yeah, so what's up? Hey, thanks so, for joining. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just chatted. What's... We're chatting about some Sega news at the moment. We've been playing some games before, so now we're about talking about some some news that's happening recently. So, yeah, Chris, what's the, what's happening here? What's this news that you're telling us about? So this is pretty exciting. So it appears that some trademarks have just been filed and updated for Ranger X and Crusader Ascenti. And it looks like a Saturn, another Saturn game called Linkle Liver Story, which I <gasps> had never played. Uh, oh my before you're kidding me oh that's the wait is that the game i'm thinking of link liver story i need sorry keep talking keep talking i don't know this is the we'll game find out. it's such a good game if it's what i'm thinking of Linkle and so it appears that that's just really what that piece of news is that we the gematsu uh reported that this these trademarks have been updated uh so the first two games were on yes. the mega drive and genesis crusader city is one of the most expensive <laughs> games you could get on the dreamcast and mm. i don't know about ranger x but is that Linkle liver story is that the game you were thinking of graham yeah link will liver story is a zelda style game like top down view action adventure rpg style game i've only played a little bit of it it looks gorgeous uh and the little bit i played of it i was like this is so much fun why has no one told me about this game before i I was loving it. So uh, I'm actually streaming one day because I, I do have a copy on my Saturn, um, which I have been able to get to play Japanese games because I think it's available in Japan only. Um, I've certainly never seen a, a UK version, that's for sure. Um, so yeah, I've got my um, action replay cart thing working. So yeah, it's... Oh, yes. So good. Um, well, the obvious, uh, you know, Rumors that are going around and assumptions are that Sega may be getting ready or uh, to release some remasters of these mm. games or, or some sort of release. Because why would they go and and update these trademarks at this point? So what do you think, Graham, that, they, mean, could, that, that they have up their sleeves here? I mean, Sega does this quite Let's often. speculate. They, they, do, they do update trademarks. They have done this in the past where they just want to keep the trademarks because some of these are very old trademarks now, um, you know, like back in like 1994, uh, 1993. I mean, Link Liver Story is 96. So they're quite close together. So I know that sometimes companies have to re, um, like um, basically, you know, reinvest, like re-trademark or file for trademark again on yeah. properties they actually own. So um, yeah, hey, Westside TV, thanks for raiding. Thanks for the raid. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, it could just be that they're, they they want to keep those trademarks because it's their property. They may be, well, that could be what they're doing. But 
You're right, though. That's not the only reason. Quite often, some of these games companies will do like file for trademark, so that so that basically they can release a new game, which is hopefully what would happen with these. Because um, Crusader Ascenti is also a, a sort of Zelda style top down um, sort of adventure RPG game. It actually looks a lot like Zelda if you actually look at like I guess the the, the maps and style and stuff. Um, in fact, I think Chris, how much do you know about Crusader Senti? I've never played the game, but I, I know of the game. I've, I've seen gameplay footage of it. And I, I feel like I've been told... It's another that, Zelda-like game. But I, I feel like it's more than that. I feel like I've been... T- I don't know how true this is because I've never actually played it. I'm pretty sure someone told me that they've literally copied the map from Zelda A Link to the Past, like the SNES game. Um, so that it's basically the same the same world. Like they take, They've changed some of the visuals or something. I've never actually played it, so I'm not entirely sure, but I know that it's a top-down Zelda-style game. I remember there being a thing about how it's so close to it or something. Um, um, something like that, yeah. It's it's very it's very similar to the Zelda. To Zelda. Um, it is, it is. Yeah. But the thing, the, the more important thing is that this game is, is super expensive. A lot of these games are to the point where people, it's, it, you, it's too expensive to go out and buy a legitimate copy. So if they're doing something where they're releasing these digitally, or maybe even doing something even crazier where maybe they're going to partner with limited run and how awesome would it be if limited run did an actual limited run release of like these games, that would be completely awesome. Uh, and would be probably be a good little side hustle for Sega. Uh, but that's what I would love to see them do is yeah. release these on uh, limited run. And maybe that can be like a new business venture that Sega could get into. Uh, yeah. But that's what we have right now. Uh, we'll keep following the story and we'll update you uh, if there's uh, any any further tidbits that we receive. Yeah. Let's go on I, to oh, the next piece. So I was actually just very quickly reading up about Crusader Sentia. I think maybe what I was told was slightly incorrect. I don't think it's actually an exact map copy, but it's very similar or something. That's what I, It's not an exact map copy, no. but you, the overall does look a lot like. Yeah, it does look a lot like it. But I think there's a lot of people who are saying this is this is too close. Um Ranger X though, what's one's range? Sorry, I, I know we kind of come off this. I'm just trying to work out what Ranger X is because that's not another Zelda style game, is it? No, that's like a shooter. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, oh, side scoring shooter. Yeah, okay. I, I was just wondering if they were all top down Zelda games because Zelda style games. Because if that was the case, that'd be that could mean something. It could be oh, maybe they're going to release like some special pack. But um, mm. yeah, maybe not. So oh, if if Link will live a story's if they're going to do a re-release or something with Link will live a story, I'm there. Sega, do this, please. Even if it's a mobile game, I'll jump on it. Screw it. I don't oh, care. God. Even though what <laughs> I just said about it. <laughs> okay. I'll do it. <laughs> um, cool. And the next one, Burning Rangers. Is that is that what we're going to? Yeah, let's get on to the next piece of news. Burning Our next Rangers. piece is there is a fan uh, project currently ongoing to essentially remaster uh, Burning Rangers. Uh, and, and, and they already have, uh, there's by, I play Sega, the, the YouTube channel posted, uh, gameplay footage of this. Can we take a look at that, Graham? Can we? We're look- um, yes, we can. Let's scroll down. Is it on? Yes, yeah, on here. Is it? Yeah, it is. Just keep. Yeah. Perfect. Let's, uh, bring that up. there we go. Oh, right so, Sorry, turn that down a touch. <laughs> So what are you going to say? Sorry, you uh, start talking. Right. So it, it looks like this uh, has been by the work of uh, Andreas Scholl, who's been remaking this classic 
game. Graham, I know this game is near and dear to your heart. Oh, I love uh, betting mages so much, yeah. Yeah, and so I don't know if, if uh, you want to jump ahead a little bit. I don't know if these are... But this is the old game. This, this is, is the old version. version, and then he's going to show the, oh, okay. the updated okay, one now here in a minute. One, in this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's... She's going to go... Maybe it's... Okay, well, it's, yeah. I think it's... I skipped ahead a little bit too far. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's just showing gameplay of. of uh, I just okay. wanted to show the new stuff. Okay. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, new stuff. Yeah. This has been the remakes done mm. all in Unity, apparently. Okay, and so you can choose all the characters from the start. That's really cool. I don't know if you know this, Chris, but in the, the original game you can only choose between two characters to begin with. Once you finish the game, you can unlock other characters. Um, I think you had to use codes though to unlock them for some rangers. reason. But um, well, this is good. So, yeah, this is awesome. Um, I have actually been following this remake for quite a while, actually, because I knew about this for quite a few months ago. But it was very early stages to begin with, and I didn't know if he was actually... From what from what I saw, I think I might have tweeted him, and he sort of said that he's, it's just a, a fan project at the moment. He's just testing it out. He wasn't sure if he'd actually released the full game. Um, but this is literally shot for shot of the game. Um, that's so cool what he's done. Yeah, I mean, it's it looks like it's a fully playable. It's it's, it's in a playable state. Uh, you can go and and actually download the demo for it. Fantastic! Yeah. So, wow, looks gorgeous. Good. Yeah, this does look awesome. I don't know if if they plan on actually finishing this. How feasible that is? It's, it seems like it's just it, it might be this one person doing most of this work so uh if that's the case that's that's pretty awesome um but it, it also shows that maybe why they why is it sega doing these things i know that's a, the easy question i know that's what everyone's asking um but i'm just glad there's fans yeah uh out there who are doing things like this because uh it's, it's pretty cool if i skip forward a little bit well uh, is it just the first level they show off might be judging the time length for this uh So this is really awesome. I, I would love to see the, the community continue to do stuff like this. That's awesome. Uh, and who knows, maybe it'll it'll light a fire mm. under Sega's butt to, to do something with Burning Rangers. You yeah, know? pretty cool. So. One thing would be interesting to see if he's actually been able to do, because from the sounds of it, they're using, he's using the original voice, voice files, basically, for the characters. I'm not entirely sure if that's true, but it sounds a bit like that. In, if, if you don't know Burning Rangers, one of the brilliant things about the game, which is kind of almost revolutionary for its time, and I've never actually seen a game do it since, um, when when you're playing the game, if you get lost or stuck, you can press a button, which your um, your your team leader basically will then tell you which direction to go. So she'll go, take, take the next left, or take a left here, or um, go down or go up or something, which was kind of amazing at its time because... It's like the game had to know where you were exactly and where the objective was. So it'd actually be like, oh, take the next step down or you can't go in this room or something. Like it would, it would say like this, there's there's no exit in this room or whatever. Um, it was really cool. It was a really cool feature. I mean, if, if he's managed to build that into the game, that's insane because that's brilliant. It looks like I'm on his uh, Twitter right now and it looks like he said that he's looking to have the latest build as part of the Burning Rangers tribute at the upcoming Sage Expo. Ooh, excellent. Uh, the Sonic Amateur Games Expo for, yeah. for those not in the know. Uh, I always so, forget what that stands for. 
And that's coming up this week, August 21st to the 27th is when it's, it starts wow. again. So he's, he's I think we'll see some more of uh, of this work actually yeah, coming in the next so, few days. So we'll yeah. probably update this post or maybe make a new post with uh, the latest gameplay information. But yeah, check out Andreas Scholl on on Twitter for like more updates on this product. It's at Andreas Scholl 9 Yeah, or type in Burning Rangers, um, Burning Rangers tribute. You'll see it pop up. Basically, um, that's so cool. Yeah, brilliant. I think that's gonna wrap up the news. Yeah, and I guess that wraps up the show as well, doesn't it? Um, is there is there anything that you want to chat about before we before we leave? Sure, I just want to quickly just kind of talk about Mega Visions real quick. Uh, Mega Visions is a Sega focused indie uh, retro gaming magazine, and right now we're coming up with our first issue of the reboot. It's going to be coming in the early September. Uh, it's going to be shipping for those people who are subscribed on patreon so if we haven't said it already go to patreon.com slash megavisions where you can join up uh you don't get charged until we're ready to ship an issue so we're not like trying to nickel and dime you or anything like that we're taking no money from you until we're ready to actually get this issue to the printer and that's actually coming up very soon so definitely jump on that we also have a lot more going on at megavisions than just the magazine we also stream almost every single night and tonight just so happens to be the super popular Thursday night throwdown. And tonight, Tornado Jones is going to be hosting Windjammers 2 uh, beginning at 7 p.m. CST. So be sure to come back here tonight, like here in a couple hours, hour and a half or so, and uh, check out and hang out with uh, Tornado Jones and the rest of the Megavisions crew while they're throwing down with some Windjammers 2 tonight. Yeah. And, and oh, no, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. Go ahead. What were you going to say, Bob? I was going to say, be sure you can check us out on Discord as well, which I'm just going to drop the link in the chat. So yeah, we have got some great, we've got a great community over in Discord. Um, we talk about, not just about Sega stuff, talk about gaming in general and other things, movies and stuff, but a lot of Sega chat going on there. Come along, great people, um, great little community. So yeah, um, come be part of it. Come have some fun. Yeah. Last thing I think we should just, this is, like I said, this is the first kind of iteration of the new megavision show that we're doing so your feedback is very welcome uh obviously we have some uh some things to to work out some kinks you know to iron out uh as they say but we'll we'll do that uh we're going to be coming back next friday uh at 1 p.m est and we're going to be here every single friday at one uh going forward if you would be so kind rate and review the podcast on whatever podcasting app or service that you listen to the megavision show at that allows people to find us uh, and grow the podcast and we definitely want to be able to do that and just continue to grow megavisions as a whole and i think that's going to wrap it up this is awesome graham we've this has been in the works for a long time we finally got this first new megavisions podcast off yeah. the ground i'm excited I'm yeah out. i'm so am I. i'm excited to see where we can go uh we'll, we'll iron out all those little tv problems we had we've got some other feature ideas that we're hopefully going to be able to roll out as well so yes very exciting times ahead of us um that's gonna do it uh, just be excellent to each other i can't yeah. wait to show all of you the newest updates on the megavisions barn too because that's, that's gonna be coming gonna be exciting up. yeah fantastic so yeah on location great, have a great rest of the week have a great weekend and uh be excellent to each other Honey, I gotta tell you about this sandwich.